tell me, are you single? Yet my heart's as big as twice. More than just a lingual threat to get this pest to That best he'll need a sedative and strap him to a stick. Want a beer? Hook it up! Hook it up! Hey. Hook me up! Beer? Free beer! Free beer! Free beer! Free beer! Free beer! Free beer! 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 Hello, I'm here for the free beer. You got it. Right after these 800 people get. Last night, me and Blaine got to talking, and we came to the realization, dude, that you have a drinking problem. <laughs> okay, good one. Now can I have a beer? You know what? Go ahead. Take a beer. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are gonna see you're making a big deal out of nothing. Okay, whatever. Okay? Yep. It's not a big deal. That doesn't make any sense, but I think you're ready to finish that beer. I think so too. Uh-huh. Um, hi, will you guys get us some beer? Why, are you too stupid to buy it yourselves? Oh, <laughs> you guys look dumb. No, um, we're 19. Okay. Yeah, that's underage, okay. I got a big dick. They call me Beer Julie! Have you been drinking? Oh. Are you drunk? That's cute. I remember when I had my first beer. All right, all right now, you're overstimulated. Let's get some beer in you and then it's right to bed. Woohoo! Beer, 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 bed, bed, bed! If you really want some film at 11, why don't you follow me down to the brewery? I'll tie a bowling ball to my ankle, dive in the vat of beer. I'll leave this world the same way I entered my marriage. Dead drunk! What do you guys give me if I kill that bird? Barbara, that's a bald eagle. Get away, baldy! Yeah! Oh, boy. Good evening, everybody. This is the Word with Mike and Pete, GovsRadio.com. We are live on GovsRadio.com. We're also streaming live on our YouTube page. Go on to YouTube, type in up at the top search menu, type in W-O-R-T, pronounce word, spelled wart, and, of course, Mike, Pete, and you will find us, and you'll find our live broadcasting now. Get and hit that subscribe button, comment down below, and you're not going to win a goddamn fucking thanks. So don't even think about it. <sighs> we have to get through a lot. Wait, wait, I don't have you on, Pete. Oh, no, sorry, go ahead. Feel free to say nasty things about me, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone I just, thrive on negative criticism, so. You can, you can just tell Pete he's. It's greatly accepted. Shithead. That's fine. That's not, it's okay. Um, all right, so here's the deal. We got to get through a bunch of this stuff. Tonight, we are sponsored by the following, MyBomberJackets.com. Go on to the website, MyBomberJackets.com. Type in the wart. Uh, no, I think it's just wart. W-O-R-T. And the promo code, receive 15% off your order plus free shipping. Go there now. Alex is a great guy. He's got a lot of stuff coming out. He actually DM'd us and asked us a bunch of stuff, so we're going to get into that. He's going to continue with the sponsorship. Number two, we are also sponsored by Shirts on Tap, ShirtsOnTap.com. Get a T-shirt from a brewery around the country and... Uh, get it shipped right to your door. Uh, you get to pick your size. You get a couple of stickers and swag. 
ShirtsOnTap.com. In the promo code again, type in WART. Receive the first shipment for $5. Every shipment after that will be $13.99 for the first three months. And then you continue on your normal subscription basis. Go to ShirtsOnTap.com, a proud sponsor of the Word of Podcast. We have Brewers Hardware. Brewers Hardware supplies us with uh, lots of great things for the home brewer and the brewers alike. Tonight we have, as one of our uh, gifts for our excuse me, brewery guests, uh, we have some uh, swag for you guys today. That is sponsored by the Brewers Hardware. Again, they have all the stuff that you're going to need for your home brewing or even uh, major uh, manufacturing brewery needs. So try them out. It's BrewersHardware.com. Also, we are now sponsored by TapHandles.com. Yay. A lot of dot-coms, but really that's all there is now, right? Is that the whole world now? I mean, if we get a physical location to sponsor us. Which would be awesome. I don't want to get, like, Mario's Pizza. I'd love to get a physical location without a website. No, we can. We can do that. <laughs> we had that at one point, and we, we kind of... They have a website. We bur- <laughs> They also have a website. We burned that relationship right to the ground real quick. Apparently, we asked too much too soon, so that, that's all right. We learn, live and learn, and from that, we've gotten so many more sponsors from that. It's unbelievable. Whatever. Um, so yeah, so go to, uh, what was I talking about? I don't even know what I'm talking about. Yes, taphandles.com. So, uh, this is really going out to all your home brewers and breweries. Uh, taphandles.com has a lot of great, uh, custom-made bulk order, small custom order tap handles. Go onto the website, check out their entire product supply. They are going to help us with this new project that we're going to undertake. And, uh, a lot of our brewer guests and a lot of the, uh, bars and restaurants that we've been familiar with are going to be part of this. So, we're looking very anxiously to get that venture underway. Production is underway. Also, we are sponsored by Hartwell Woodshop right here on Long Island. That's a uh, brick and mortar. Yeah, Hartwell Woodshop right here. But they probably have a web page. Yeah, they definitely have a web page. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying they don't. I'm just... <laughs> All right. Well, listen, we're sponsor- sponsored by Hartwell. Hartwell's uh, working hard for uh, the second part, second phase, phase two, almost like we're a Marvel Cinematic Universe of... Um, what we're trying to do, and, and again, I'm being very secretive and, and coded because we haven't unleashed that yet until we get everything together and roll it out. Then we will announce it right here on the show. Hardwellwoodshop.com. Yeah, they, thank Say you. they have a webpage. Of course, everyone has to have a webpage. Who doesn't have a webpage? The shitty pizza place on Main Street by me. It, it, he has an entire web show here at Governor's Radio. It's Dan <laughs> Romano's show. <laughs> I don't think it's the same guy. It's the, that's the same pizza place in Farmingdale. I don't know. Whatever. So anyway... Those are our sponsors tonight, and before we start off the show with our guests, I do want to make a quick announcement for everyone watching out there tonight and listening in. We will be at the AC Beer and Music Festival Saturday, March 30th, down at the AC Convention Center. As part of the Hopped Up Network, we're going to be live on stage. Yes, live on stage. They have their own podcast stage. There's an audience. There's all sorts of stuff. fucking audience. Now, hold on. I got my list of our potential... Uh, guess not potential. Oh, good we heard back from. Them. Yeah, it's pretty big. Uh, so the following people will be appearing on our show this upcoming Saturday. These are mostly New Jersey places. Let's go right down the line. We got Fort Nonsense Brewery, Tuckahoe Brewery, Backward Flag Brewery. That one's interesting. I think it's all female uh, owned and operated. We'll have to go back through that. Uh, Bolero, Bolero Snort will be there, and they said yes. Uh, Eight and Sand. Um, Icarus, which I've been to, love some Icarus. Cypress, which I've been to, love some Cypress. Dark City, been to, love some Dark City. And there's a few other ones, as well as some um, potential uh, merchants and other people are going to be uh, hopefully... Merchants of death? No, jumping on the sponsorship mm-hmm. bandwagon. Um, we're going to be there on the podcast stage with some of the podcasts like the Essential Beer Guy Talk. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Essential Guy Talk, I want to get it right. They're part of the Hopped Up Network, the Jersey Beer Guys, 
and a girl, and of course, the South Jersey Beer Scene Podcast. And the work will be there in session number one, broadcasting on the stage. And my hope is we're going to be live on YouTube for it. Cool. Yeah, so I, I just got to confirm a few other things, and I think we're good. We're definitely going to be out and about uh, also interviewing people at their booths, talking to people at the place. Um, hope to get a musical guest on as well. A bunch of bands are playing there. So we're going to be out and about in the second session, drinking our faces off and interviewing yes. people on the street, kind of like an art man type thing. I love, love me some art man and the ridiculousness. We know happens. you do. You remember what happened at Nassau Coliseum. I now do. multiply that by 10 because that's what this is going to be like, just so you know. All right. All right, well, in the studio tonight, we have our guests. Uh, by the way, for anyone watching, our phone lines are open tonight, 516-465-3990, 516-513-0515. Give us a call, talk to us, talk to the brewers, and uh, we're expecting two phone calls tonight. Armada from Connecticut might call in. I was very interested in their uh, can artwork for one of my favorite bands that they uh, had inspiration from and developed that, and I wanted to hear about it, and they jumped right on it. And then, of course, um, there's one other one i got to check my phone for. <laughs> I don't remember. That's a lot to remember. I didn't have anything written. Do I have a script except for these, which would be impossible? Written in red ink, I might add, from in the teacher. Blood. Is that from the grade? The grade yeah, you want to see? Yeah, look, see? Like it says uh, student, student pass. Student pass. I swear to God. <laughs> That's what I did today. It's my student pass. That's right. I got my student pass right in there. All right, so in the <coughs> studio today, and uh, someone whose name far exceeds my own vocabulary, <laughs> From the hit PBS show, Brewed in New York, we have Matt Archambleau. Whoa, you nailed it. Mart Archambleau. <laughs> like, I love you, but Archambleau. Emphasis on the hand. Archambleau. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I apologize. You, you called into the show a few weeks ago, and yeah. thank you very much for calling in. And uh, we, I, I couldn't pronounce the name. I said, uh, what did I say initially? Archambleau. I didn't say that like that. No, I said Archambault, I think, or something like that. I've heard every like permutation of that oh, name. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's got to be don't a rough blame one. anyone. It's a no. weird one. <laughs> yeah, I think of Rochambeau. That's... Ooh, yeah, yep. I've heard, <laughs> heard it before. <laughs> and in the studio, uh, names that I hope I can pronounce because no offense, are very easy. So we have uh, Bobby and Sam from Poe Boy Brewing in the in the house. Hello, hello. Woo woo, Port hey, Jeff's hey. own. And uh, we're going to start off with you guys. Um, I know we're not drinking your beer right now because I needed to have a beer in front of me. So first of all, cheers, everybody. Thank you very much for coming cheers. in, cheers. making you. the trek and getting the flat tires and all that other good stuff that you, we You don't know how hard this was. You poured this about five minutes ago. Oh, uh, yeah? <laughs> uh, you could have just started. I didn't have to wait for me. I would have went for refills. I can't drink and talk through that opening as, as much as I want to. <clears> I cannot. I've been going for it the whole time already. I finished half of mine during you, the I was going to say, you have one back there already. Did you already repour? No, no. Oh, all right. Oh, all right. <laughs> no, that's fine. No, no worries. Um, so, yeah. So, let's talk to you guys, Bobby and Sam, uh, or Bob and Sam. Um, talk to us about the brewery. So, you've been around for a little bit. We've seen the name around, um, you know, and, and to no uh, offense by saying this, but it's not like the, the the highlight name that comes out when you think about Long Island breweries, but you've been able to really set roots and establish yourselves up in uh, Port Jeff, even with Port Jeff Brewery being right there, and I'm sure Mike and them have been really great to you. Uh, tell us a little bit about how you got started up there, and where'd this come from, and how long ago, and all this has been going on. Well, I started home brewing, I guess now nine years ago. <clears throat> yeah, it's been and, a long while. Uh, it was something that I picked up just as a hobby. Uh, I was I've been in healthcare for 25 years. <clears throat> Excuse me. Are you still doing it? I am. Nice. I so am. this is only like a part-time thing then, right? Uh, well, well re retirement project? <laughs> three, three, three quarters project? Well, you know, it, it, I was doing both full-time, uh, and about a year ago, 
I went down to part-time in healthcare because the brewery needed more attention, and we were doing very well. Good. <clears throat> and uh, thus far, the community has supported us very well, and uh, we're very appreciative of it. I know. Well, that's why we have beer, always. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, well, nevertheless, you know, uh, I started homebrewing because uh, I went to John Harvard's when it used to be open. Oh, yeah. And um, I enjoyed it. It was a nice place. Over in Comac, right? We, I would go there for the uh, pumpkin. Over in uh, Lake Grove. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lake Grove. And Price Smith Haven Mall. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. It's that's now cool. where I think the new Chipotle. Um, mm, I like Chipotle equally. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's a fair trade-off. No, I like their beer better, I think. I yeah. can always get Chipotle somewhere else. And I, I met a homebrew club there, and uh, I met the president at the time, and he said, which, you, which, which club was uh, it? Beer. Brewers East End Revival. Oh, the East End Revival. Yep. Okay. Because there's a couple. Some, you yep. know, malt enthusiasts, and then you got the uh, L-I-B-M. B-M-E. B-M-E. Yeah, yeah. B-M-E. Uh, B-M-E. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I belong to, to all of them. Nice. Even to this day. Uh, and then, you know, the president said, why don't you come down? I'm going to be brewing this weekend. You know, we have a few people coming over. And I saw it, and I said, that's very easy to do. I've been cooking <laughs> since I was a kid. And I always played with ingredients, and I said, hey, you know, why not? And then I became a certified judge, beer judge. Good. And then I started entering competitions, uh, some of the biggest in the world. I competed for four years, and for the last three straight years, I won the most competitions on Long Island. Some people say it was the most in the state during that time. I've never confirmed that because there's other (laughs) things that, you know, I have to worry about. They weren't keeping uh, records back then when beer wasn't as popular. (laughs) They're like, oh yeah, it's cute that you're doing this craft thing. That's great. <laughs> yeah. But now it's it, they're keeping track and they're they're posting awards and they're holding you to it. So yeah, and it was um, I, I did it because uh, I wanted to produce a product that I could fool people with. Uh, what I mean by that, yeah, I was gonna say, describe that. that. <laughs> what I mean by that is some of the early home brews. Um, you know, it was challenging to get good ingredients, good products to make a good beer, and mm. and some people didn't worry about everything from sanitation to fermentation temperatures. Now, just to get a, a scope, how long ago was that? That was about nine years ago. Yeah, so that's really so, before this became an extremely popular thing to be and do. Yeah, and um, with that, I wanted to make beers at home that I could say to people, here, try my beer and try a commercial product and right. put it in a glass. And I said, pick out my beer. And and a lot of times they could not. And uh I said, okay, you know, I'm on something, you know, that might be worth doing. And yeah. I said, I'll open a brewery. And I could tell you that uh, opening a brewery was much harder than receiving my doctorate in nursing practice. <laughs> Jesus. So, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's been a challenge. So, kids, if you're looking to start a brewery, don't. better off becoming don't. a doctor. <laughs> go, go to school. school. Yeah. Go to school first. Go to school. If you decide that beer is where you want to go, at least you have the degree to fall back on <laughs> if your beer ingredients suck. But yours does not. So you've been, you know, kind of gaining a lot of ground in the last five years, let's say. People have been really talking about you. I've seen you at festivals. So how, what has changed since that nine years ago when you started? I, I think um, from the very beginning, when I started making beer, I was always a purist of how to make, you know, what, what I wanted to make. I wanted to make a beer that if, it was, uh, if I was going to make a German Pilsner, let's use for example, I wanted to make a German Pilsner. But at the same time, you know, at the, my foundation has always been introducing ingredients from different parts of the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm Latino, and I use a lot of flavors. And what I think I surprise most people with is the the flavors that come through in my products. And it's things that you wouldn't expect. You know, I'm also a brewery that makes hard ciders. And I'm one of the few people that do that in the country legally. 
I have two licenses. <laughs> I like to be thrown legally. Yeah, yeah. yeah legally. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a gin mill in the back legally, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, so I have two licenses, a brewery license and a winery license. That's oh, you what do? I okay. In. Yeah, it, chemically and scientifically, it, that's what it is. Uh, Isn't that harder to get now, though? Um, to get both at this? Uh, um, did, it, it's other challenges. Okay. It's just another layer of challenges. Okay. More hoops uh, to jump through. There, there were. And when I was applying for the license for it, even the federal government and the people from the TTB were not really sure of the laws, and they would advise me one way, only to wait nine months later to find out that they gave me the wrong information. Yeah, and now I had to of start the process. Turns out over. we don't know how to read our own rules. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, sucks That's for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the fucking bureaucracy here just sucks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and awesome. then uh, you know they would discover their mistakes, but at least they were very helpful. So when they did make a mistake, they said, "Bobby, hey, you know we made a mistake. We're going to throw you at the top of the list because you know it was their fault." Right. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it helps to be the guinea pig at sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> it gets kind of fast tracked. It you know into sometimes, a... sometimes. But you never know. You're you're sitting at the edge of your seat, worried if it's ever going to take off. Um, but it has, and you know we have great support from the community. We've always done this through a grassroots approach, the word of mouth. We don't advertise. The closest no. thing that we do has been maybe a group on. Uh, you know, beer education uh, tour that oh, we I do. I think I've seen that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And um, there's not too that, many that are doing that either. No, no. And I, I want to educate people. So the tour had always included a brief history of beer and hard ciders. And then I would sit people down after touring the facility and showing them why and explain why it looked different compared to other breweries. And then I would teach people how to properly taste beer and ciders the way a judge would. Yeah. Uh, and the education that goes with that. And people really enjoyed that. And uh, just with the extreme flavors and the different things that I do, especially with the hard ciders, um, that's really out of the box. You know, for example. Uh, so you took uh, it right out of my mouth. I was like, give me an example. Of the, <laughs> like, and for example, God damn it, I can't get my word in there. <laughs> well, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, we all make. Um, and these are gluten stand- free, correct? All, all the ciders are gluten free. There you go. We'll talk to Michelle. Tell her uh, over at LIC, she's she's gluten free now. Oh, she knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah she, she knows. knows. <laughs> she, she knows. All right, take that back. She was at 1940s for a while, yeah. and then yep. she moved to LIC. But yeah, yep. she's out yep. here. So yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll make straight ciders that have different fruits, from blackberry to blueberries. But then I'll do bizarre things like key lime pie cider, or like a candy apple habanero cider. Ooh, or, I like um, the spice introduction. You know, really, I mean, for our anniversary party, I mean, we had a. A fruity pebble cider, or even <laughs> that's uh, interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I made a cider that uh, we called it a coquito cider. You know, I'm Ooh, Latino. It's yes. a Puerto Rican eggnog. So yeah. I just incorporated oh. that into a cider that was the most bizarre thing coquito. that you could ever see because it was white. And I would even make like black and tans with that with a stout, and it was like a black and white cookie. It was it was bizarre. <laughs> so I think that's what most people um, expect when yeah. they walk in. Just you know, flavors that really pop that really work well, and you can drink more than you know a full pint of it and Continue to uh, order more. Cool. So, uh, tell me how uh, you you end up choosing Port Jeff. It's a little out of the way, you know, for some people that live. And I'm I'm actually probably saying this right from personal way. It's a lot of way for me to get to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I'd like to just go and drink all day. Um, but what what was about Port Jeff that really kind of did you grow up there? Did you? No, I was uh, born and raised in Brooklyn, and there you go. Um, about twenty, I guess now. 1996, okay. I moved out to Long Island, Wilston Park, and then 2000, I moved out to the Ronkonkomas area. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, excuse me. And uh, at that point, you know, I wanted to open up a, another loca- at another location. And um, the health department, even though the brewery was approved, they would not approve a tasting room because they thought that the cesspool system was too small to handle 
the extra, mm. you know, sewage. In addition that would come to the up. in addition to the to brewing. The brewing. Um, yeah, they, they thought that the 25-person tasting room that I was asking to have would overwhelm that system, even though hmm. right next door there was a dance studio with 200 uh, um, kids' dance studio, yeah. Five car bathrooms. mechanic, <laughs> car mechanic, a tin shop, a shade shop, a masseuse that dumped more wa- uh, wastewater than I ever would have. What about like for a, that? just a standard car wash? How do you let a car wash in your neighborhood then? Like you um, don't let a car wash in? Well, That's crazy. Nevertheless, well, the system is at capacity, Mike. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, we have we have fifteen. Twenty five more people using there's the, no room using the toilet. Twenty five using you know <laughs> yeah. twenty five people drinking beer using yeah. the toilet. That's that's the difference. Um, but at that uh, at that point, I folded the tents and uh, I wanted to avoid that situation. Okay. And um, you know, Port Jeff Station in that area had they were on sewer. A lot of bars too. Yeah, uh, that's that's a, a, there's a good downtown, right? yeah. and they have a sewer you know municipal sewer uh, system. So. I checked out uh, okay. the location, and I was like, hey, this will work. They had great parking, and, um, you know, uh, the, the landlords were very uh, helpful to getting this uh, off the ground, and, uh, you know, we went from Parking there. is probably something that's often overlooked when uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, when choosing you, a location. When you open up breweries, uh, a lot of times you, you, there may be some uh, towns that require, you know, a traffic flow, you know, uh, uh, study, mm-hmm. how you're going to handle the parking and everything else. Uh, the location I chose has already 400 uh, spaces in that uh, area. And what's the capacity of the tasting room now? Uh, uh, 40, you know. Uh, oh, so you're not going to fill 400 spots. Well, right. that, that's, it's a municipal lot, I guess, right? That's uh, serv- that that's the, for the tasting room. I take two or room. three cars to a brewery. Yes, right. right. Oh, yeah. Of course, why not? One yeah, for yeah. the <laughs> spare. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to get my spare car real quick. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ten of them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, but yeah, the municipal lot that's located in the state now. So it's right. It's bl- it's not even a municipal lot. It's part of the the train the, station. No, it's actually part of the space that the landlords own. Uh, See, the, really? the buildings that I'm in oh, was wow. actually uh, buildings that were built back in 1920. It was the like the only Long Island car manufacturer huh. that existed, and it only lasted for about three and a half years. So these buildings are made like tanks. They're brick walls. Concrete ceilings, and uh, back then they even made a sewer system for these uh, for these uh, buildings, and um, they had all the space. So even though we're set a block off of a one twelve and a, a block away from the train station, it's basically in the middle of a residential area, um, and it has its own offset parking, uh, and you could just walk right, you know, park and walk right in from the hmm. from the parking lot itself. So safe enough to kill somebody and get away with it. I got it. It's perfect. <laughs> so if you're looking for a good beer and a murder night out, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, don't don't, don't murder. I'm not promoting murder. <laughs> yeah, there might be now. Sorry, Christina. <laughs> My wife will get back to me saying, so you decided to murder me tonight when we go to Po' Boy. He's like, yeah, a little bit. Um, so yeah, what do you have on tap right now? Like, I'm sure you've been through a lot of different flavors and things that you've been working on. So do you have like a current list right now that we can speak about? Um, well, we started with eight taps, um, and we expanded to 15. Ooh, 11 ooh. always uh, are dedicated to beer, and four are always dedicated to cider. Oh, okay, good, yeah. And uh, we brought some samples for us. Nice. Uh, oh, sorry. To, we, to try. Yeah, well, uh, let's uh, well, all pound we'll, our beers. We'll have to chug the three-ounce uh, pour we just had. Yeah, no, two ounce. <laughs> if you have more than two ounces, you're going to be in trouble, according to the, the festival rules. Are we, and, on, are we on there? Yeah, we you're on, on you're there. On. Yep. Yeah. All right, so uh, why not start with a cider? Let's, sure. This is usually something. All right, let me pound that, this brown real quick. Yep. By the way, we started giggity. the night. Yeah, <laughs> we started the night with this uh, small craft brown that uh, just actually came on tap at uh, 
my local distributor, and since they were closed tonight and I was too busy watching basketball all weekend to go there and actually get a real crowler or a growler, uh, I decided to grab this on the way here, and I love their brown. That's one of my uh, favorites. Do you guys brew brown? Yes. Oh, in fact, we I have one on. That. Oh, yeah. We yeah, have wait, it, uh, you have it here? on tap right now. Uh, no, no but I have okay. something that's right. probably right. just as interesting. I'm good with that. All those taps that you have on, you're brewing all that yourself? Yeah. Um, I'm still the guy who works the back. Uh, occasionally, Sam here will you know, be available. Hi, Sam. Give me you can a, say hi to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> She'll give me a hand. Otherwise, you know, I still am the guy that has my hands on it fully. It smells like candy. <laughs> oh, they fish my See, now what you'll taste with the hot side is um, I find a lot of the ciders that are made in mass production are too sweet. They taste like a liquid yeah. uh, Jolly Rancher, like a green apple Jolly Rancher. I love the wine. It's kind of dry. Yeah, I, I love wine and mixed cocktail drinks, so I make my ciders taste like that. This one is just uh, blackberry cider, 85% apples, 15% uh, blackberries, uh, a little bit of drier so that it doesn't feel cloying and you can continue drinking it. Uh, and it's really a hit for the people that, one, don't like beer, and, and two, for the people that don't like beer and hot cider, they feel like they're drinking more of a, a wine here. Oh, you're right. It doesn't really hit you in the mm -hmm. face, all the sweetness. Right. And I like, I like the look. It looks like uh, rosé. Rosé all day. <laughs> I'll get my wife to... She'll drink the shit ton out of that. I'll tell you that right now. Don't forget the hashtag. Yes. <laughs> boss pour. <laughs> I'm going to boss pour a blackberry cider. Oh, daddy's going to get lucky tonight. At 6%, that's pretty good. Just double click three. I'll put him on in a second. Um, it actually is... It drinks well because it, it doesn't have that booziness at all, even at a six. You barely even taste it. It's... It's delicious. What do you think? I like it. It's you're nice not, and dry. Are you a big cider the, guy, Pete? I am not a big. I used to be when I was like 22, 23. Yeah. Like the sweetness, like you're talking about, have like something like Magners. It's just, like, it, it's. Oh. One and done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. And then a nice little uh, dessert and a Magners. But <sighs> I usually I do the half half. I usually get a Magners and, and Guinness if I'm going to do that. I don't know what why. Is, what are they, uh, there's a name for that. Ah, there's, there's a name for all of them. Snake like Black Velvet. That's it. That's Snake it. Thank What's you. the Black Velvet one? What am I? Uh, black Cashmere? cashmere? Uh, black Velvet. That's uh, Guinness and Champagne. Champagne. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Right, right. This is delicious. I, I wish, like, I, I would get a big glass of this. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I would drink nice. This is the world with Mike and Pete, GovsRadio.com. What do we got on the phone? Are you there? Nope, they hung up. If you just called in, call back. Uh, we don't. We take our phone calls to the air, but I put you on hold to start. I mentioned that uh, if anyone was calling in, if there was a guest that was calling in, then just do yourself a favor and just stay on the phone. You can hear us once I put you on hold. It's magical. It works like that. So just stay there, and we'll be right with you. <laughs> uh, so tell us a little bit about this brewing process. So it's a standard cider base. So what uh, goes into cidering for you? Well, uh, hard ciders are nothing more than apple wines, and that's why the federal government views it as a wine. Because um, you're taking fruit and fermenting it? Yeah, and any fruit that you ferment <laughs> is considered wine. doesn't matter if it's grapes, peaches, pears, apples. It's a wine. Um, and this one is a blend of some Macintosh and um, I think touch of Red Delicious, and then uh, that's about 85%, and the last 15% would be you know blackberries. Okay. Uh, and it's as simple as that. Uh, when you brew a hard cider or make a hard cider, there's actually no real brewing that goes on. You take... Apples. Because there's no, there's no grain. Correct. Right? You take apples, you press apples, you extract that juice, you take that juice, you throw it in a fermenter, then you drop your yeast in the fermenter, and then the yeast does its magic, right? right? It eats the sugars that's in the fruit, which is fructose, 
and um, you know it's a it's a living product. You know, yeast are a living product. So if it's eating the sugars, right, whatever comes in goes out. So yeast farts carbon dioxide and pisses alcohol, and that's all go. it really does. And then yeast a week got later, the can't get a better explanation than yeah. that. <laughs> well, it, it really has the life. It sounds like me and some of the guys that I know yeah. as well. So. <laughs> Um, so the blackberries, are we getting them from local places? Or no, I mean, are you held to those standards? Or do you have a farm license? I, I have a farm uh, license. Okay. Um, and uh, a lot of the ratios for the farm, New York State Farm Brewer, uh, is changing with 2019. Previously, you had to use 20% of the ingredients grown and raised in New York State, and then the rest can come from wherever else. Uh, in 2019, that uh, ratio has been uh, increased to 60%. And in another few years, they're looking that um, farm brewers use 90% of all <laughs> products uh, from New York State, which makes it very challenging. Yeah. And How many people do you think that have? Because we, we talked to a lot of, <clears throat> lot of brewers that, that opened up under that farm brewer's license. And it's great because it, it, it's spurred growth, but... How many of them uh, you think are going to drop out of that? Of that well, I'm, I'm, I'm one Sorry. of those people, believe it or not, because um, when it comes to the ciders itself, to make hard cider, we have a ton of apples in New York State. That's right. great. But to actually get the apple juice from the apple um, orchids uh, that are here in New York, it's costly. Yeah. And um, Well, everything in New York costs more. I mean, you go, uh, where, where would yeah. be the cheaper place to find apples? Washington, West Wherever, Coast, maybe? Washington. You could get it yeah. from South America, the, the juice ah. or whatever. And, I mean, you're talking about half the cost. So when you start looking at And they'll at press it, through, it for you and send it up in, in drums and, and yeah, plastic yeah, bags absolutely. and stuff like that. Huh? Uh, the, the, when I get it locally, I would always use Richter's Farm in Northport. Yeah. And they would uh, deliver it in a big plastic tote. And the guys are great up there. And if you've never been up there, that's something that, you know, it's a throwback. You know, you don't... Yeah, we apple don't, picking. Yeah, but just the, the farm itself, it's small and... The family is great, and um, it's something if you're up in North Point. And they'll qualify that as the 60%, of course. If you're yeah, if you're getting, getting it. now for this year, it would have to yeah. be 60%. Right? Jesus. Uh, All right, let's go to the phone. This is the World with Mike at PeteGoesRadio.com. Who do we got on the phone? Michael. Uh, name's Dan. Hold on. Graz, hold Graz, on a second. we'll see you later. Graz, uh, give us a second. Hi, Dan. How are you? Uh, Doing all right. Thanks a lot for calling the call show. Say, Where are you from, Dan? Uh, I'm from uh, North Carolina. North Kakalaka. <laughs> Boy, is this a friend of yours? Anyway, Sam knows who this guy is. Uh, right yeah, now. there you go. He's <laughs> he's smiling. Are you watching on YouTube? Watching him smile? Uh, uh, I can't see on YouTube. Fan. I just got you guys on podcast. Oh, there you go. Yeah, go go to govsradio.com and uh, appreciate you listening in. So, uh, how do you know Bobby and Sam? Uh, I met them oh, about uh, over a year and a half. Year, not quite two years ago. Okay. Um, I was an avid patron. Um, I was uh, working at the hospital at the time. I'm, I work in healthcare as well. There you go. Uh, I eventually, with my job, had to move away, but I pretty much come back to Long Island just to visit Bobby, Bobby and Wee Sam and uh, visit all the people at Po' Boy because it's kind of a unique environment on uh, Long Island where not only is the beer good, but everybody that shows up is just amazing. And it's, you know, you always hear that cheers type reference situation, yep. but that's kind of what it is. When you so know you're it. their norm. Yeah, he, he <laughs> was our norm. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, was that you, Graz? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Graz just yelling norm in the background. Dan um, <clears throat> actually Dude, was... you um, sound like you need a beer from Po' Boy 
boy right now. All right, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Okay. Stop yelling. Hold on. Oh, Jesus. Dan, Dan was just, I'm sorry. Bobby was going to tell us a little bit about something about Dan. Go ahead. Well, Dan came in on one of those uh, Groupon tours, and um, he quickly fell in love with the place. And then we have a mug club, and he was the guy who got the first mug that we ever had. <laughs> He's that number. guy. He's that guy. Fanboy. So, uh, like it. And he still flies in. Everyone for, needs their fanboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how do. you get started. That one yep. guy is going to tell 15, 20 other people. Right. And they're all going to come in and be part of the mug club. You're like, Dick, you got to be the mug club. We'll be in the mug club. Be in the mug. Yeah. And, he, and next thing you know, he's got all his friends there, and then their friends have their friends, and then that's it. That's how it goes. Yeah. Well, Michael, I want in the mug club. Oh, Christ. Grazie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring you a mug of coffee tomorrow, buddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, Dan. Anything else to say to the uh, to the fine folks over at Po' Boy? <laughs> Great answer, Grass. Thanks. Uh, as always, just saying, miss you guys. I'll see you guys in a couple weeks for tap. Actually, yeah, yeah there you go. I was yeah, going to say, Dan, what's your back. favorite event over at Po' Boy? Uh, favorite event at Po' Boy? Oh, that's uh, anniversary party is always a classic. For Ooh, me. when's the anniversary parties? Oh, that one just passed in uh, the end of January. Congratulations. So, what are we up you. to? We are second year, year two, so, full yeah. full fledged. All right, nice. All right, Dan. Thanks a lot for calling in. Appreciate it, buddy. Dan. Right, thank you. See All right, you then. All right, guys. You were a hoot, Dan. Keep oh, it up. God. Jesus. <laughs> oh, shit. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, the host of Limo Talk here on Govs Radio. He's been out for a few weeks, and he's back. He'll be uh, airing right here in the studio live Thursday at 8 o'clock, part of Limo Talk with the one Bobby Inns and the inevitable or uncontrollable or not never ungrateful uh, Mr. Inzarelli, Mr. Rich Inzarelli. No, Rich Zarelli and, uh, and, and Bobby Inzarello. Yeah, it's, it's hard to... Do, do you keep up you know, with that? Where's Po' Boy? He's here. Where's the fucking Puerto Rican judge <laughs> with nine degrees? <laughs> what? <laughs> hello. Wait, wait, wait. Hello, hello. Shots right fired. Hold on, guys. So re- go back there for a moment. <laughs> Bobby and Sam from Po' Boy are here. <laughs> Say hi to Bobby. Hi, Bobby. There hello. You and then... Sam, how you doing? Sam, are you married to him or... Uh, if I show up, uh, can I switch oh you away? Oh, my God. Here we go. <laughs> uh, everyone wants to be married to Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Are you married, by the way? Ooh. So, okay, you, you got engaged. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be Awkward. in there shortly. There's a reason why I missed pasta night the other night, Pete. Why is that? Did you get kicked out of the house? Dude, I miss. I, listen, it was either hanging out with you guys or at least being home playing with the puppy. Okay. I chose the puppy. Good. Bring it him was, over. It was a good decision. I, I love to you. play with puppies right now. Judge, can I ask you a question? Certainly. How how good are these parties over there at Pole Boy? It sounds like you got guys coming from Schenectady. All <laughs> Schenectady. All <laughs> we welcome all. We welcome all, and so long as they have a even you know, good disposition, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a valid ID, hey, cash in their wallet. Michael, I'm a good person. No, you are. No one said you weren't. Who said that? But I do you drink beer? I don't know. I don't know where Mad Dog's been. He's been up on that farm up at the top of the Taconic, as far as I knew. He took that helicopter ride back up there, and he was getting kind of annoyed that he had to uh, redo the ice rink over and over and over again. I know. It's, it's a, hey, Pete, I must tell you, I was listening to you before. You're as brilliant as ever. You're still, you're still the, uh, the talent on the show. I just want you to know. <laughs> you're a sweetheart, Grass. I know. <laughs> Wait, what, what just happened? Hey, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> oh, a uh, uh, brilliant one. Do you have an extra beer for me if I show up? For, we got uh, plenty of beers for everybody. Yes. yes. I, I told you, I saved you a couple beers from 1940s. And you can drink your fucking Charlie's adopted yeah, son off. <laughs> well, what, what time do you think of coming down? Because we're, we're just starting to get moving here, so you don't want to wait too long. Oh, no. Well, I, I, well, I got to be in the city.
City at 11. I figure I'll have a buzz by 10.05. Fair so enough. I'll be there around 9.30. All right, that's fine. We'll hold you one back. How about that? Sh- should I bring peanuts or anything? No, no one wants to eat on air. I've uh, right. never been doing that. doesn't work. Are you going to Atlantic City this weekend? We're going to AC, baby. We're going to be broadcasting live at the AC Beer and Music Festival, Saturday, March 30th. We're starting at 11.30 a.m., and we're going to go till 9 p.m., and then drive three hours back, half cocked. Really? Yeah. Good I'm Lord. Right now, <laughs> it's a long day of broadcasting. I'm up for it. It's no, not quite I'm a 24 hour marathon, though, Graz. Well, it's nothing like that, dude. No. Graz, right, can you hook right, me up with some Coke for the, for the show on Saturday? Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently I'm going to need it. <laughs> we'll get Red Bull. We'll get Red Bull. All right, my, do, what are you doing? Don't shit on a rug. What are you doing? Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Gotta go. Later. Bye now. <laughs> That's Anthony Graz today, host of Limo Talk Podcast right here on GovsRadio.com. Give us a call, 516-465-3990, 516-513-0515. We do take you live to the air. Just make sure when you do call in to stay on the phone until we announce you as our caller. Um, where are we at? I, I kind of lost track. Graz always throws us off. Like really, we're far talking off about how uh, ciders are basically wine. Oh, okay, great. And uh, yeast uh, farts CO two and pisses alcohol. That's that's. What, and that's I think the the big question much is like many a brewery. Is there any right? more of that available here now? No, but we put some it. other stuff. <laughs> I saw Matt's really into it. Matt's like, oh, this. I love that. Yeah, yeah that's, well, it you, is delicious. You. It really is, and it's, it's not overwhelmingly sweet, which allows me to drink right. a hell of a lot more of it. So, but it, but I have the last little bit. <laughs> <laughs> How much sugar are we talking about in 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 like a you know a cider like that? Well, I mean, sugar content still is driven by alcohol content. So okay. the more alcohol you have in it, the more of um, response your your body's going to respond to the sugar. The higher alcohol, your body's going to respond to having more sugar in it. So um, when it comes to six percent uh, product, whether it's a six percent beer or six percent cider. It's going to be the same. Same thing. Yeah. You know, sugar is sugar. Whether, you're, whether we're talking about fructose or maltose that's in beer, your body's still going to react the same. It has, still has to secrete insulin and everything else to yeah. handle it. And for the people that might, you know, have uh, something like diabetes, then, you know, they just have to prepare the way they normally would prepare. <laughs> Before they come give down some, and drink. Give that was a nice disclaimer. <laughs> Please don't come and have a diabetic episode at my brewery. <laughs> Now, because uh, if I'm not getting paid, I'm not working. <laughs> if I'm not getting I'm paid, I'm not reviving. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. I might have an AED, but I'm not touching it. That's something's got to be a first responder somewhere. Someone's got to go into this. Get fun. All in good fun. Yeah. Um, so when you choose your apples, you're choosing it based on sugar content of the apples, the sweetness, the tartness, not, stuff not, like a balance. Um, not not always. Sometimes, depending on the time of year, it just could be what I could get. Oh, okay. Um, and, and sometimes, you know, you want to do a little blend, see if you can pick it up um, afterwards in the products. Uh, if I was doing just a straight cider, just a hard cider, then you'll probably sense more of the differences in the apple. Uh, if I was doing something with other so fruits, so you, you want to highlight that, right? Something that's gonna have a Milder profile, just so you let the uh, the other fruit kind of right. the forefront. So, so for me, if I was doing a setter like this, then yeah, I would I would stick like with one apple flavor. Okay. If I, if I want to bring out some of the other flavors that are critical. Now, do you have like a standard base that you use consistently? Because I know you gave us percentages before of the Macintosh and Red Delicious. Is that something that you use consistently over again, or do you kind of experiment like you were saying with? The third ingredient or the third and fourth yeah, ingredient. And, and that's what it'll come down to. You yeah. know, but mostly we're going to, you know, we'll have a recipe that we like to start with. Um, but it depends what I'm trying to create. If I'm going to create something like a candy apple or habanero, mm. I don't really have to worry about how many apples are going to be there because there's going to the be some other flavors gonna... that are going to really pop. Mm. So it all depends, time of year. 
Um, the type of yeast used in cidering, is it different than brewing? or what You can we... use uh, whatever you like. I mean, they're, they're, uh, you can use champagne yeast, you can use wine oh. yeast, you can use uh, beer yeast. Uh, and what do I mean by that? Ale yeast. You can use pills yeast. Yeah. Yeast is not picky. It just wants to live. It wants to procreate, right? Yes. It wants to have a big orgy in that fermenter and make a lot of babies. So, and, you know. Why does it always come down? <laughs> to, hey, wait, is there semen in this beer? Hold on. Is there yeast semen? Yeah, it's Plenty called alcohol. <laughs> well, if you test positive tomorrow morning, yes. you know it was my fault, right? <laughs> you know, there's a new T-shirt. You know, we should bring over to shirts on tap. You're like, uh, I drink yeast semen. It's called alcohol. <laughs> People could just walk around oh, with yeah. that. Big seller. Big uh, seller. Big <laughs> seller. <laughs> you know, I'm only the idea guy. I don't know about marketing or anything like that. I'm just saying, just get a big I'm sure they'd be happy to share the uh, profits Get on a couple shirt, of Instagram <laughs> girls to wear it, and I promise <laughs> everyone will buy it. Yeah. That's fine with me. But that's interesting because, you know, I would think that for something like a cider, you would need something a little different in taste profile as the excretion of the yeast is coming out. It would have to change things a little bit, wouldn't it? It it depends what you want to create. If I want to create a very dry cider, I'll use champagne yeast. If I want to create something that feels a little bit more, uh, more of that apple flavor to come out. I could use a beer yeast, you know, mm. anything from like a Nottingham yeast or whatever. So yeah. it depends, you know, that's where I think the the chef in me comes out. Ah, where okay, I yeah. can play with It feels good different... to experiment like that, right? Yeah. I think that's and one of the things that are in a lot of the brewers. The drive comes down to that experimentation phase. Yeah, I mean, sure, who doesn't want to experiment, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> um, I had a great question. I lost it because now I... <laughs> Fun off yeah. on experimentation. <laughs> That's and a teacher. Yeah. Oh, I know what I was going to be. All right. So uh, do you transition well from cidering to brewing? Is that a tough thing to do? Uh, no. It requires the same amount of attention. Did you ever the, go to a beer that you're making and go, fuck, that was a beer, not a cider. Shit, I got to take the apples out or something. No, no, no. Actually, <laughs> you know, it's it's pretty straightforward. When you make a cider, you know you have to start with apples, apple juice, and that's it. So yeah. there's none of the beer stuff that really goes in except perhaps the yeast. But I've made some ciders that I might use, like a smoke malt and making ah. it and, and so forth. I, I really do a lot of, you know, out-of-the-box kind of You really of are doing the chef that thing on that. Yeah, yeah. Do you find it's easier to do those experimentations with ciders as opposed to beer? I, I think with the ciders, the flavors come out better or easier. Okay. But ciders are very temperamental, so you, they can fall apart, the flavors, very quickly. And a month later, you have something that might taste good, but nothing that really supposed to taste the way it's supposed to. Now, what causes things to fall off? Like, would the habanero fall off? Would the spice of something the fall off? The spices won't. Um, you know, fruits, they're, they're in competition with one another. Okay. So you have to know the right balance. And then you have to know when to halt fermentation because um, the one thing about uh, fructose and fruits and wines, it'll continue to ferment. Mm. And uh, it will eat every bit of sugar and to the point where it's an s- extremely dry product. And you might get the... You have a 10% Chardonnay on your hands? Yeah. And, and yeah, sometimes. Yeah. And that's like my first cider is I actually um, made just a straight cider to make it, uh, to fool people into thinking they were drinking a champagne. <laughs> and it worked. It so worked. there's that fool you part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. And um, so... Brute cider of sorts, I guess. Like, what's that? Kind of a brute cider? Is that kind of... Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was... And very effervescent, like a brute would be. Hmm. Um, and like, like, like a champagne would be. Mm. And I would serve it in a flute as well, and people were completely fooled. <laughs> yeah. so. 
Now, one of the bigger uh, styles that are out there up and coming is the Brute IPA. Is that something that you can work with because of your background in, in cidering and, and a little yeah. bit of the wine part of it? Yeah, and I, that's funny you should say that and mention it because I do have a Brute and a Fermenter right now. There you now. go. Both. Nice. Look at me. Yeah. Fortune teller, O'Toole. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That'd be interesting to taste. I, I'm very... You do very, very, very different beers. Uh, Pete and I... We're able to get, and how did we get the, um, from Mark from Hopscotch. Yes, Mark from Hopscotch. Oh. So Mark from Hopscotch brought us the. Um, Coconog. Coconog. Oh, so you had it. So yeah. Yeah. We yeah. both have had it. He didn't expect it, what he was about to taste. Right. I uh, smelled it and I tasted it. I'm like, oh, okay. And I had to ease into it because I was expecting more of the beer side than mm-hmm. what amounted to like a drink on a party ship, which is right. exactly what I was feeling when I drank. I'm like, woo, I put the music on. Um, it was it was something Definitely different. I thought that was so experimental that no one's doing anything like that. Well, you know, they don't. It wasn't even on tap. We pulled it up from the back. Of Get like the crap special, out of here! Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, I feel even more special that we had that. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Mark from Hopscotch may call in. They went through their second round of uh, approval on the bottle shop, and I believe uh, they got. He's got to be getting close. He's yeah. They got the nod. So. Um, I think they got the full nod, I believe. Uh, you can call in, 516-465-3990, 516-513-0515. If you didn't write that down, you suck. Um, it's also on our YouTube page right at the bottom, so go ahead and go on our YouTube page and uh, check out the thing. So that was a very interesting beer. Or Do you even cider. call it a beer? No, it's a, it's a hot cider. It was a so. cider. Oh, yeah. okay. So that's why we were both like, huh, this is different. So tell us about that, because we had that and we were like flabbergasted what we were having. That's different. Uh, we're man. talking about the, the coconut. Coconut. The- well, I'm I'm of Puerto Rican descent, uh, descent, and um, during the holidays we have a what we call a Puerto Rican eggnog. Uh, instead of like made just with, like with eggs and cream, we make an eggnog that is made with um, coconut um, cream and milk and rum, huh. and uh, and the eggs would be there as well. Right. So it's uh, very. Kind of like a pina colada eggnog kind of? Correct, but creamier. Yeah. And with a lot more coconut. Now, were and, there eggs in that? And that one, no. So okay. that one, um, you also, when you make uh, a coquito, mm. um, you would um, also use heavy cream. That one did not have heavy cream as well. And those okay. are the, the little secrets that I keep uh, from be- cooking for years at home. See that? People are watching. <laughs> so, yeah. no, no dairy in the thing? No dairy. Okay. So, hey, dude, you, you would never know it. Was it's, it drinking as light as a cider? Like no. A, it, no it, it looked like heavier. eggnog. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And it wasn't thick. I mean, the head was nice and thick, but, yeah, yeah. but the beer itself was, you know, thin like a cider. So, yeah, he's going to pull cider. up a picture. Well, yeah, it was a cider. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cider, yeah. All right, well, while he's checking that on the phone, this is the Word with Mike and Pete. Who's on the phone? Excuse me? This is the Word with Mike and Pete. Who do we got? At number 50. Number 50. Oh, oh number, that's another uh, mugger. Mug it's number. a mugger. Mug number 50. <laughs> mug number 50. We, we How are you muggers. doing, sir? Good, yourself. Very good. Uh, where are you calling from? Selden, New York. Selden. We got Sammy from Selden, Mug Club number 50. How are you? Very good. All right. Uh, you got Bobby and Sam in the studio tonight. They're closed on Monday nights, but you know. <laughs> it's tough when your local breweries close on a Monday and a Tuesday, right? He's going to plan ahead and take them a couple of growlers. Well, you know, that's that's it. If you get, you get a couple of growlers to go, then you can kind of get your fix as you go through these uh, early days of the week. How are you faring tonight? You got something to drink tonight? I'm uh, working on a Guinness. There you go. Well, leftovers from St. Patrick's Day, huh? Speaking of which, we're pouring a stout now. Uh, do we have a stout? Is that what we have here? Yeah, I'm guessing. I don't know. It's very dark. We'll, we'll so, get Bobby's uh, input on this. So, uh, no, Mug Club number 50 member, we uh, we got something for Bobby here. It's uh, very dark. And uh, Bobby's going to tell us a little bit about this. Well, what I'm sharing now is a coffee porter that we released um, a couple of weeks ago. 
Um, Port it's Javison. about yeah, it's called Port, Port Javison. Um, Javison. It's a um, uh, a porter. It's I think it was like five point six percent. But something that you could easily drink in the morning mm. with your breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Which I will. <laughs> I really got to jump on this beer for breakfast bandwagon. Yeah. <laughs> so you do a boss d- pour with ham and eggs. <laughs> nice. Bacon, eggs, and beer. So what, what would be the difference between uh, brewing a coffee porter versus brewing a coffee stout? Um, well... The porter is a completely different beer style than from the stout. Stouts are going to be heavier as far as the roasted flavors. Right. Um, alcohol content could be higher, uh, but not necessarily, depending on the style that you make. Um, porters will fall in between, let's say, a brown, American brown. Love them. Um, and a stout, which right. is very hard to do um, because <clears throat> if you put too much roasted malt, it becomes a stout. If you put too little, then it becomes a brown. Okay. So to... Just to dial it into that style, is it can be very tricky. Yeah, to so, keep it thin enough to be a porter, but just roasty enough to keep it away from being a stout as well. Correct. Huh. Correct. So tell us a little bit about this. Are you using uh, local coffee, or what no, are we this, doing? No, this one, you know, um, this one was nothing more than the, a commercial big D&D. You know the big D&D? You know can Folgers? Say, use Folgers. Donuts. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if we could say. Oh, names, no, you can so, say Dunkin'. Yeah. I don't think Dunkin' Donuts is listening. So I, <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. I don't think they would mind. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Mug Club number 50, you don't work for Dunkin' Donuts, do you? <laughs> I do not. Okay, good. So we're good. All right, so uh, D&D. So we're using their original blend? Their, what yeah, original blend. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. I got a couple of K-Pods like that. at the K-Cups? K-Cups. Sure. At home from that. Well, then I don't. you can't use that then in your... Advertisement, advertisement no, unless I contacted just, them, and I'm sure they would not mind. Yeah, maybe you get a few hundred I don't know, Harpoon, pounds of harpoon uh, did a uh, yeah, the a Dunkin', Dunkin Donuts. Uh, yeah, but harpoon, harpoon. Well, they're huge. I know. Yeah, um, I'm nothing but a poor boy. Yeah, <laughs> and that's where it comes from. I would imagine. I was going to ask where that. Uh, uh, that's another story. stems from. Well, we'll get back to that. Um, but I mean, like even uh, Alex from uh, my bomber jackets is doing the Dunkin' Donut playoff, and he is just waiting to get sued. Yeah, by someone. I know. Everything he does is a is an exact replica of the actual UPS, brand. The postal service, but he just changes one or two letters to make it work. Craft. Someone is suing. Craft mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, he's got them all. Um, but yeah, I would imagine that's something you don't want to really tread into. Is is have right? You no, know, just coffee porter. That's how it's advertised, <laughs> it. and then that's it. Uh, Mug Club number uh, 50, uh, have you had the coffee porter before? I have. Ooh, and what do you think about it? It's actually one of my favorites on his wall right now. There you go. It's on the tap right now, right? Yeah, that's correct. That's awesome. Uh, so uh, Mug Club number 50, Sammy from Selden. Um, Ron. Ron. Sorry, Ron, Ron from Selden. It's not as fun with Sam Ron. Ron. <laughs> Hi, Ron. <laughs> I've been called worse. Okay. <laughs> Bye, um, so uh, what, when you go to the establishment, what's your first go-to? I know we just talked about the porter, but uh, what, what would be your favorite all-time beer at a po' boy? Oh, if one is not there, unless it's a special event, and I would just have to say it's just peanut butter and jelly stout. Ooh. Ooh. With fluff? Ooh. Oh, Do you have the, it with fluff? <clears throat> yeah, that was the last I did have one with we fluff. did. I like yeah. the peanut butter and jelly one better, though. Ah. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about that. So is I am a peanut butter fan. Raspberries <laughs> and peanut butter powder and things um, like that? Correct. And yeah. if you have a peanut allergy, stay away from yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it literally says peanut butter on there, so you got to be a dumbass that's allergic to it to start. Did somebody have a problem with it? But we've all known somebody like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's inevitable eventually that one day someone's going to come in like, I want the peanut butter, but I'm allergic. Is there peanut butter in there? <laughs> no, you dumbass. 
Do me a favor. Take this to go. Goodbye. You get that in the tap room all the time. People go, yeah, so I don't like beer. What do you recommend? And I'm like, we have cider. We have... No, Take no, a no, walk no. down It's somewhere. a brewery. I want to have beer. Chipotle is down the block. <laughs> they sell kombucha. You can have some of that. Do they? I don't know. Oh, all right. They have Dos Equis. <laughs> Dos Equis. Um, so, uh, Ron from Selden. Ugh, it's not as good. Um, how often do you head over to Bury? Is it within, uh, you know, five minutes, ten minutes, 40 minutes? What do you got? It's about 10 minutes from here. No, it's not bad. Not from, well, it's not here. Try, We're I here. I try to get there every week, but I think it works out to be every other week. All right. And you stock up. They uh, You take some cans to go, a couple growlers. Occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now you got to do more. I, I, Come on. I usually would rather just stop in and see them. Nice. Oh, that's very nice. Um, if I take it home, I'm drinking the same thing over again. I go there, I get to pick what was new on the wall. Well, that's it. I mean, that's the big reason why you go to the tap rooms is because those boards are changing very, very frequently. You go down to the beer distributor, and it's like, I've had that, I've had that, I've had that, I've had that. But then when you go to the, you know, you get the special releases, the one, one-off stuff like cast that might be on, you know, draft right there, and then it's something special and something to be said for a brewery uh, and being there and being experienced having the experience, being around other people, too. You get out a lot, Ron? Eh, my, my usual stop is there. All right. Well, you make a lot of friends there? Yes. It's very easy to talk to a lot of different people there. That's good. You see, Ron and with the first call of Dan, they're known as the bookends because ah. we only have 50 mugs. Oh, wow. Ah. So, ah. Look out of here. So, ah. so I like to call them Alpha and Omega as well. Nice. And uh, what we try the to do is... The yin and the yang. <laughs> that's right. Uh, well, Once again, Ron, yeah, are you Ron, the yang? Yeah, Ron, <laughs> you're, you're, whatever. But, <laughs> uh, I see where this nice. is going. Let me be nice. Um, uh, but we also try to include all the, the customers, the muggers, into doing something for the brewery. So Ron is actually somebody who's, you know, made mugs for us, uh, oh. uh, printing, sk- silk printing, or he's done things like that for us for the anniversary parties, whereas Dan is just, uh, you know, our norm. You okay. know what I mean? <laughs> um, the current mugs that we have is made by uh, a local artist who's okay. a teacher. Um, nice. And we have, you know, Sam's idea to make a naming council, some of the names that we use for our products oh, for these the, days. Oh, for the beer and names. Cool That's idea. Cool. Just get, we get a lot of people That's involved. That's a great way to so. involve the, the, the customers. That's and it's, it's How fun. many of those have you come across go, this is so um, inappropriate, we can never use it, but we almost have to because we, it's we, so... We, we always, always use the yeah? most inappropriate What's things the, that we what is the most? What's the like? Oh, well, I yeah. get, do me a favor. Call Scott from Long Island. <laughs> He's got a name that you oh. might want to think twice about. <laughs> it's a running joke that goes to. Uh, so yeah, it's something I mean, that's very inappropriate. We, we've had things called blue balls. All right. You know, we've had like we, right now we have yeah P P B and J nutsack is one. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Um, <laughs> Let me get a sip of that nutsack real quick. That's, that <laughs> leaves good. you open that's for some good. really good one liners <laughs> yeah. to the bartender. That's brilliant. Like currently our brown ale, we we call it the brown floater. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so it's bad. just bizarre things. Yeah. I mean, initially, it was flush the brown down. We didn't know how that's that good. would work. Yeah. So we that's good. <laughs> and that's that's what the naming council did. I like know? it. I said, let's flush the brown down. I got voted down, and then it just evolved to, you know, uh, what we have now. We, the I'm, uh, The brown floater. And then we have uh, a bock that I fermented on cherries, and we call it Chewbacca's cherries. Oh, yeah, Chewbacca's that's cool. cherries. That's cool so, playoff. Like, we we play with the names a lot. Yeah, and it's a great way to like Pete said to get everybody involved that's yeah. coming in and yeah. and wants to be part of that and feel like they were part of this naming yeah. process. And even you know like we we hang fake animal heads uh, around the brewery. Um, we have a you know a Southern New Orleans theme. I was going to say so the the view of the tap room if anyone's ever been there or looks up it online. 
it looks like um, the Song of the South, right? right. I mean, if just you outdoors, indoors, yeah. basically. And, uh, you know, we, we will hang these fake animal heads. Uh, that They have to be North American animals. Okay. And we let the customers name the, the you know, the animal heads. Uh, for example, I mean, we have one, uh, what, let's see, like, uh, oh, t- t- think of one. Oh, we have uh, a bull, and that one's called, like, uh, Bernicio del Toro, um, stuff ah. like that. Yeah. So, like, we'll play with things like that. And, cool. and it's the customers. And whoever, you know, um, if we choose the name, then we also give them, a, like, a gift certificate or something as well. Nice. Yeah. Gives that nice interaction. And and one thing before we continue, because yeah. I always forget it, if you don't mind. Okay. I really want to give a shout-out to, you know, we Sam Hassanan here and all the staff that works for Po Boy Brewery because the only reason I've gotten this far is because of her and all the help um, that we have at the brewery. Um, our brewery really does welcome everyone in. Uh, we have really warm bartenders. Uh, maybe they're not all judges. Mm-hmm. Maybe they won't be able to tell you the exact uh, specifics of a style, but they'll give you the the kindest smile and the hug by the time you leave so uh without them you know uh it's certainly i certainly wouldn't be here right now and i'm sure you you know sit down with them and have a pre-shift and and educate them on anything new coming out uh, and... i bitch a lot yeah so, so. <laughs> you know, look at she's rolling her eyes um but it's good it, it does take an entire you know staff to help that right. and we brought Matt in, who's also the front of house of Fifth Hammer, and we're going to get to him in the next segment here. Uh, Matt's been just sitting in with us very nicely. Uh, let's take a quick break. Quick break, because we're an hour in, and I just always like to... Pee break. Pee break, too, and let everyone reset. We'll come back. We'll crack a few more beers. We'll get to Matt. This is The Work With Mike and Pete, GovsRadio.com. We'll be right back right after this. Govs Radio. <laughs> this is The Work on Govs Radio. <laughs> Radio, and you're getting drunk with Mike and Pete on the word. This is the word with Mike and Pete, GovsRadio.com. We're live on GovsRadio.com, also streaming live on our YouTube channel. Go over to our YouTube, type in uh, Wart Mike Pete, and uh, you'll pull us right up. And in the studio, we are now joined by Anthony Grass today. What up, buddy? Nope, you need to push the cough button. I got to push the cough button? That's it. Are you, I got to st- keep my hand on this fucking thing the whole no, time? No, don't let go of it. Oh, let go? So oh, that's Hi. nice. <laughs> yes, it's good. Hi, Mike. Hi, buddy. How are you? How was Vegas? Vegas was incredible. It was 48 hours. I'm still reco- I'm still trying still, to recover. Still trying to get oh, back. Oh, dude, to- it was fantastic. Just, <laughs> just every, single cl- uh, every single casino was just ha- happening. It was very busy over there. Were you able to pull uh, get, get to a brewery? Did you find something out there? No, uh, we went to a place that was... Oh, scantily clad women. Yes, but they were. I gotta there's find a, out the name. Several of those in Vegas. No, but yes. it's a restaurant. <laughs> it's a restaurant where they're wearing g-strings and Hooters? tops. Uh, no, it's not Hooters. It's it's nicer than Hooters. Does it rhyme with funny branch? Uh, I don't know. No, no. <laughs> <You got> it. <laughs> it, 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 no, it wasn't a bunny ranch. Okay. I, I would be divorced by now. Oh, no, you wouldn't. You'd be fine. So um, I, I highly recommend Vegas. Of course. In, in March. Who, in March? Why? There's nobody there? No, it's just it was a good time. The, the weather was nice. Okay. It, it was just overloaded with, with gamblers because of the NCAA tournament. Oh, that's ah. true. So it, it, we went to the Westgate, which See, is- See, I thought you were there the week prior. I didn't realize you were there these last few days. I, no, I, well, yeah. No, I was there two weeks ago. Ago. Oh, was, but they were putting their bets they, in. Yeah, well, the, ace, the tournaments were going on, like the ACC tournament. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, uh, I got you it. know what I mean. So yeah, that yeah, was right. it. Was a lot of fun. How about them Dukies, huh? Oh, dude, I'm oh, telling baby. you, Zion Williams. I'm hoping the Knicks get them. 
Knicks will not take Zion. Oh, then I'll bet you. I'll bet you. I'll bet you a guest spot on the work, or <laughs> you take over limo talk one uh, night. I'm telling you, I'm going to win. Can we do a one week trade off where you do the work and I do limo talk? Absolutely. <laughs> oh boy, I will bet you. I would have more fun with Pete than you would have with Isarello. Shit me. show. Oh my god. <laughs> me and in, Pete, in both ends. Me and both Pete. We make sure 1940s is in here with Charlie. <laughs> me Charlie. A little Paul. Give me Charlie. Po, give, me give me Charlie. Po boy. Harborhead. We're fucking having a party. <laughs> we'll do a 24 hours. We drunk out of our Brains. Yeah, boy. Yeah, so, they, you guys wouldn't be going home. So now, uh, speaking Tom, of Charlie, his when you called in uh, last show, dude, his his eyes fucking lit up. Oh yeah, when you yeah, yeah. Dude, I, did friends. you watch it? Yes. No, I didn't watch it. I oh, just boy. know that Charlie happens to find to know that I am the talent. I will be, <laughs> it's the word with Mike and Pete. I created the fucking show. I'm the talent here. Pete, right. when, when you're when somebody in Poughkeepsie right now, yes. or in Wyoming, is sitting there going, "Oh, now the show just got good." It why, did. Why I, Wyoming? Well, I don't know. Just because you were last time. I was here. You getting people from Jersey? White. Oh well, we're going to be Jersey's down. right next to Wyoming. It's. <laughs> I'm very proud of you guys. It's like hands across America. I'm it's very brilliant. proud of you guys that, about the AC about the AC festival. Thanks. I'm very proud. Listen, of you. we the the credit all goes to uh, the Hopped Up Network and the Jersey Beer guys and a girl. Um, oh, they they're can the go ones eat my ass. The both of them. <laughs> I have a. I put a beer in my limo. It's a limo. It's a fucking beer show. I can't get up on on the Jersey boys. You put a beer in your limo. If I put a beer in the limo, it becomes a beer show. Well, what kind of beer? Any beer. I'll put Harbor Head. Yeah, well, that, that, I'll there put you po go. Boy, <laughs> po Boy in there. No, you you put uh, Bud Light and uh, what else? Coors Light. Coors Light. <laughs> you got the sixty-four ounce Tall Boys. The the not sixty-four. <laughs> it's thirty-two ounce. But whatever. I I want to get the names right. Okay, Tom. No, Matt. Matt uh. <laughs> wait, wait. So before you start, let me introduce to you everybody. Okay. Because I know you walked in and because all right. So this is Matt Archambo. Yes. He's the one with the TV station, right? Yes, the whole station. The he whole owns. Station. So where are we? Why are we he not on all TV? I dressed to my nines right no, now. Look, listen, I got my listen. fucking uh, Marvel T-shirt. Let on. me get through it, and okay. then you could, and then you could yell at me. Then. Your wife was like sitting there going, "Oh, please kick him out now." See that noise? That was my wife. Okay, <laughs> tell him to stop yelling again. All right, I will. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it wasn't that at all. Uh, so, so Matt hosts uh, is a co-host of a uh, a brewery uh, visiting New York State. Uh, we we talked to him a little bit about what. What are you laughing at me for? Matt All right, Dick. Uh, Matt co-hosts. <laughs> no, Matt co-hosts a show uh, on PBS called Brew to New York. He travels around uh, New York State and interviews a few different breweries in each region. Since the state is broken up in various regions, they went around and did that, and they're kind of working on a season number two, right? Thinking We're about hoping it. to make that happen. Yeah, yeah. Matt, you could... should bring the studio boys and everybody and come in here and spend a couple hours. I would love to do that. With Trust limo me. talk, yeah. No, not limo. I didn't say limo. Oh, you were about to. It was on the tip of your tongue. Matt. It's a limo talk episode. Matt, yeah. Yeah. Which has nothing to do with beer except Bud Light and Coors Light. That's not fair because I buy fair IPAs enough. all the time now and bring them in. Yeah, I, that's do I true. not do that Wait, wait, no. All right, so last time I showed up, I went into limo talk uh, two weeks ago, or actually three weeks ago. Whenever well, you Mad Dog did, and then you came in. Right, right, so Mad Dog came in. But anyway, uh, he had small craft from a crowler. Oh, all right. And I ended up, I don't think many people in the studio liked it. I ended up drinking the rest of it. It was, what, 10% yeah. stout? Yeah. Oh, I was feeling so good back there. L- listen, I was me, sitting where he is. That's, I, I sit in there you, for his show. Uh, uh, po' boy, we'll, we'll get to you in a second. Hold uh, on, I am Louis and, Louis and Matt. Uh, it's Louie and Sam. I know Sam. Louis. Nope. It's not Louie. <laughs> uh, Frankie. Bobby. Ba- ba- Bobby. <laughs> yes, it's one of those. Hi, Bob. Pick one. Nope. Bobby, Think about you, Bobby you, Inns, you guys Bobby. open? You guys open, right? 
Uh, Wednesday through Sundays. Nice. Yes, they had a two-year anniversary just came up in January. That's great. Congratulations. Thank you. How, you got a 40-man uh, 40, 40, uh, 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 tasting room? I thought you were going to say yeah, roster. And, and, you have a 40-man roster? And women. Yeah. They actually let women in, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> crazy. Not, that's crazy. It's not like Augusta National. Or Hashtag anything. me, too, now. Now, where are you, where are you located? <laughs> we're at Port Jeff Station, a I block away from the train Jeff. station. That's what I said. I, 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 love, I would love to come more often, but I, it's oh, so far away. Is that the town you have? My ex-wife. That's it. I don't want to go in. Yeah, we remember that. From we don't want that. nothing to do with Port Jeff. The check gets there. Nothing else gets there. <laughs> no, don't worry. We have a couch back there if you want to stay overnight. Oh, really? Yeah. I might take up on that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. See what you I did. Might drop right. off a ch- I might drop Famous off a last check. Famous last words, Bob. He loves Port Jeff. Yeah. Sam, Sam, Sam's rolling her eyes now. Yeah, like, yeah. I, 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 she's like, it's my, that's my cot. Did it roll my eyes? It's like, I'm going to have to take the sheets home and wash them. Oh, you will. Yeah, you definitely will. So uh, got, as loud as he is, he is an extremely, extremely lovable guy. So he'll pr- yeah. provide nothing but positivity to wherever he goes. Uh, Pete, you know but, what? Uh, Pat, you're, you're a great guy. You're wonderful at what you do. Let me finish up with Matt for a second. Sure. Sure. Uh, I, I, listen, Matt also is uh, basically the entire face when you walk into Fifth Hammer Brewing Company. In, uh, <laughs> yes, he is the face of Fifth Hammer. Uh, if you go visit Fifth Hammer, it's in LIC? Yeah. Yeah, so oh, it's dude. in LIC. I have my office. Okay. My office is in Long Island City for 25 years. I'm on off of Steinway Street, 39th Avenue. I'm the car service behind the strip joint, uh, Gallagher's 2000. <laughs> oh, yeah, on, yeah, sure. On the other, on the other side. I actually side know of, exactly where it is yeah, now. We, I forgot It's about funny it. because we go out to lunch over there. You guys don't serve lunch. There's no food at your place, No, right? we do uh, rotating food trucks. Oh, yeah, you got yeah. trucks, right? Yeah, but that's mostly the weekends. Uh, no, we're doing five days a week, and soon it'll be seven. Really? Ooh, yeah. What time does the food truck get there? Uh, varying times, but we're generally open at night, and then you know all day and night on the weekends. No, nothing during the day, right? Because we're we're a bunch of businessmen looking to get. We used to go to Daisies nah. and Monducatis. Now we're I'm gonna get them to breweries now. You know? Yeah, not not a lunch spot yet. No, nah. All right, when I come in, we'll have a drink. Oh, the summer when it gets nice, I'm sure you guys will on have your a way back from Atlantic City. Hey, oh, stop fuck. by in Queens for the it's night. It's gonna be late. These two are like one a.m. They're gonna be two dum dums. I'm hoping one of us is yeah. is good <laughs> enough to drive. <laughs> come on, just cra- crash in Queens and, and come by the next day. I could for Sunday could. morning. I could have stayed down there. Yeah. I had no problem staying down there. It, no, I understand people. Probably oh, do you that, are so whipped. We <laughs> get to set you guys. Our, we have a garage door that opens. We can set you guys up right in the front. You can do a live podcast right from there. Oh, well, we'll, ru- we'll be doing that, just not on the uh, the night <laughs> of the ACP. The hardest uh, night. The hardest night of my life, probably in the next few days. Matt, on the corner, is there an Irish pub over, if you make a left, trying to get onto the Long Island Expressway, you right over there, um, the Irish pub, we're, you're in, you're we're, in, we're in 46th Avenue between Vernon and 11th. Oh, I know where you guys are. Yeah. I've I've drank. It's good. You got good beer there. How long have you been open? <laughs> yeah, but we're all, we we are a little bit younger than Po Boy. We're about a uh, year, right? Yeah, about a year and a half right now. Late I, September will be our second. I went out with my uh, co co workers. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. thank all you right, very great much. Great place. Yeah. We have uh, Sorry, a couple po of buddies Boy. that uh, Nick. You know, Nick N- Nicky Knuckles goes in there quite often. Nick and Maddie. They're uh, frequenters of that, and now they're big bridge and tunnel people. Nice. So they've been going in there, and yeah, it's a brewery, Rich not, over there. Rich is you know doing some crazy stuff too. So. Uh, so we just cracked open a, a brand new beer from Fifth Hammer. Yeah. And uh, what do we got here? This is a uh, pretty popular beer, I would imagine. Yeah, it's this one's awesome. Following the trend of everybody's love of uh, juice bombs. So tell yeah, us a little you, about Have Solar you heard about Lima. this new style? It's called New England IPA. <laughs> it's, Everyone, it's getting pretty popular. <laughs> no, it's got some legs. I don't know if it'll ever work. It'll uh, never work. Uh, yeah, we, well, you know, we actually have a huge range of styles at the brewery. We have 16 taps and always at least 10 different styles on one cider mm-hmm. um, that we do not make. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe you should uh, outsource. Hey, oh boy, that was a great, great yeah. beer. 
Well, how far is your reach, by the way? A great cider, by the way. Uh, how far is your reach? Do you do you do a lot of uh, local establishments? Well, we only do you started deliver? this. Do you tribute. deliver we, to my house? We, yeah. we <laughs> didn't deliver do to Farmingdale. <laughs> well, to you, I would. Yeah, to, <laughs> to you guys, I would. But um, we we did not distribute at all until late um, December okay. of 2018, and we only distribute to about ten places because. Okay. Uh, distribution's another beast. Yeah, um, yeah. And I'm, I still have a small system. I still have the day job and everything else, and uh, that falls on top of us. And I'm the guy, along with Sam, we get in the car and we deliver usually later at right. night. So um, I rely on some of our bar- bartenders to get out to, like, um, Babylon and so forth. And um, I've got a connection in Brooklyn that's ready to take some stuff out there. We have um, a place in Belmore, the third rail. Oh, yes, real, yes. Well, I, we I have. Oh, well, can I, I haven't gotten anybody. I apologize. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm we, sorry. So wait, no, no, you're good. So this is a good opportunity to talk a little bit about our venture really fast, and then we'll get back to uh, you guys. So uh, a long time ago, uh, back when we had the initial uh, idea of the, producing the podcast, we had this uh, bigger thought of creating some sort of. Uh, network and something like this already kind of does exist. It's on a different plane, though. So if you know about the local to locals brand, um, Andrew does a great job of getting out there and establishing connections with local breweries, coming up with like, a series of beers and stuff like that. We were offered a few different times to brew beers with uh, brewers, but I, you know, between Pete and I, we're really not all that available to do that with our families and and I kids. Am. Stop talking. So, uh, yeah, you could do your chocolate nib stout thing with your nipples. We got it. Somebody's so, making it for me. Trust me. All right. I know. It's going to happen. The, Charlie. The Charlie's guy, already the, all over. Charlie's all over. The one guy that was supposed to make it, he's out now. He's somewhere. I, know. I don't know where he is. Well, he's somewhere. All right. So, anyway, uh, uh, so just to make the quick announcement, since we are now officially sponsored by TapHandles.com, uh, TapHandles is going to produce this nice little uh, adapter that goes in between the tap handle and the actual pouring stout. And it looks kind of like the local to locals brand, only that it's our brand. And oh. for us, we're not certifying it as being a local to locals. We're certifying it as being part of this show. And with the show we've had on brewers and restaurants and our network connections with, I used to work at the Meatball Place in Farmingdale and Patchogue. Uh, Library Cafe. Library Cafe. He also knows um, the gentleman over the Third Rail. F We've had Effin Beauty, Beauty right? and Mark from Hopscotch and the Bottle Shop and some of the other distributors here on Long Island. And, of course, beverage uh, places where they have growler fills and stuff like that. And so as we get sponsorships and as we got uh, along the way, we realized you know, we want to kind of just get the names out there. Just say, all right, so here's the deal. Here's the relationship. Um, we have this brewery. It was on this radio show. It's now a podcast, and then here's the beer. It's like a nice little round-trip story. So when you go out to the breweries, for instance, one of the first ones that's going to carry it is going to be Long Island. Um, Long Island was on the show, one of our first uh, guests way back when we started uh, over a year ago. And it's just a little adapter that goes between their tap handle and the thing. And when someone walks in and sees our logo and they say, oh, what is that in between there? Um, there's a story there, and that's where the bartenders then kick in and go, well, they were on this craft beer radio show. It's called The Work With Mike and Pete. Um, you can go on and listen to our head brewers talk about their beer, talk about you know everything from the beer itself to just nonsense and, and fun. You lots get a little more. Lots more nonsense than beer. Are you true. putting a picture of me and a Speedo on that thing? Nope. Well, that's version two. All right. V a banana 2.0. Cup. I want to be in a banana, <laughs> a banana hammock, hammock yeah, right on the thing. I want them to say, well, who's that guy with the banana hammock? <laughs> that's version two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that goes in the strip joint. We, we have to do the proof of concept. <laughs> And then we'll have grass we'll and have, we'll have a Galaga's 2000 with me and oh, a, with me and a fucking banana sack. 
But that's where it lends in that. that so now leading up into the show and during the, the course of the show and out at the restaurants, those adapters will be available. And to have that conversation, that talking point where they were on the show or they're going to be on the show, listen in and, and listen to the brewers talk about the beer that's on tap. So how do we get that for us? Right, exactly. So if we had this already in place, we'd be kind of <laughs> we'd be contacting you ahead of time. When they're made, Anthony we'll Grassley. call you. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. Ready to hang a poster. Gotham Gold. Gold. Well, that's yeah. it. Uh, Mike, we yes. call GothamGoldGraz.com, yes. and the new distributor of all the beers around here, Anthony J. Grazia Day, takes all the <laughs> kegs to all the bars. Well, you want to go good. to Library Cafe? Po' Boy, Library Cafe. Turn your transportation uh, business into a distribution I business. How many kegs can you fit in the back of a limo? Of the bang bus. He has a bang about, bus. I have a bang bus. I can fit about fucking ninety-five kegs in there. We can, we can, we can. We can revenue stream. We can you feed three yeah. stadiums. I think I'm gonna do it. I'm yeah, telling dude, you, it's, it's, I might show up a po' boy one day. Say, throw a couple of kegs. We're going to Belmore. We put your handle there you on go. there. A picture of me in a banana hammock. Well, that's the thing. It's not our handle. Matt even, Matt's even thinking about it. <laughs> if you if you were taking a bunch of kegs from yeah. lo- breweries on Long Island and bringing them to the city and then taking city back out here, oh, that yeah. relationship back and forth. Yeah. Although you're going to be taking empty kegs with yeah, you. Yeah, but back. I have right, a chance. Right, right. I mean, let's get serious about this idea, guys. <laughs> That's what I do if we're not going to be practical about this no, idea. No, we're not. I was going to be drinking immediately. <laughs> but immediately. A- Anthony has to deliver that in a banana hammock. Yeah. <laughs> then then I'm sold. What's that? Careful what you wish for, Bobby. <laughs> Smith, Sam will be like, could you go to the back area? The customers want to know why the delivery guy's got a banana hammock on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right. So he's holding a keg with his scrotum hanging out. So can we figure this out quick? Man, I'm here. I, I need a couple of kegs to bring it in Belmore. I want all those security tapes immediately. <laughs> That'll be on YouTube and will be internet sensations. All we, of a sudden, there's a guy walking around with his asshole hanging out. <laughs> we so make that, a hot cider called uh, uh, Monkey Fruit. <laughs> so we'll get him to do that. There you, there you go. go. <laughs> but now, I can you do like <laughs> in a uh, white chocolate monkey fruit? Because it's all about the chocolate on his nips. So it's a picture of him. If you make me a chocolate stout cider, I swear to God, I'll come to your place every day for a month. <laughs> I'll spend a thousand dollars there. Poor Jeff and all. I'll fix Poor my Jeff, ex. Who cares if my ex? I'll bring the check to my ex-wife. Who Personally, cares? as long as I can walk up there with a keg and a banana hammock. I'll sleep on Sam's couch for a week. It's a one month stay on yeah. the couch. <laughs> why, Matt's gonna want to know why I'm in the kitchen. It's just got an impression in the mattress that looks like a sad face. It's just a sad face impression. Uh, Senor Matt, could you tell me why this gringo is lying on the floor in the kitchen? Why is this? Why has he got a banana hammock hey. and his? Yes, is red. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So listen, that's that's the concept. We have this adapter, and it's going to go throughout uh, the, the, the breweries that we've had as guests on the show. It's going to go out to the restaurants that we've established relationships with, and we want, like, for instance, Po' Boy, you, you would give, uh, you know, um, American Beauty the or American uh, effing Beauty. Effing Beauty. Well, either one. They have two oh, restaurants, that's and that's they the are. thing. Um you know, they, you give them, you know, a quarter keg, it'd be on tap there, the adapter would be there, this is a guest that was on the show, try their beer, listen to what they had to say, listen to the entire uh, episode, and then, of course, you're going to get to hear your personality and, and where they came from and all that. It's kind of like delving deeper into the beer for the people that really do care about the beer. They want to drink it, and then they want to hear more about it even further in a long form. And then we have the bars pushing it for a night for, you know, on, a, on like a, a Saturday night where... 
I'm sitting there handing out Jello shots in my <laughs> g-string and my and my banana Why sack. Why does it always come to that? I don't know. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> no, I don't think that's going to promote the way we want to promote. Uh, so they're going to expect. You, you understand what I'm saying? G-strings. All, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I'm sure it'll so sell. You, so you're sitting there. <laughs> oh yeah. No, no. Thursday night, po boys sitting in Belmore at the third rail. Oh yeah. They're yeah. Hanging out. And they're giving away four dollar uh, pints. No, I, they're I not giving away anything. Yeah. We're gonna. We want everyone to have their fair share. So money. It gives them the exposure in some of the restaurants and bars closer over out here to maybe what is in there or just in general the bigger sense is to have people uh, hear about you know your story and where it came from and the brewing process and to get that in-depth look as far as possible that the show brings uh, before the nonsense kicks in like it's doing now and get the information well, I'm leaving and that soon way, don't worry uh, there's a reason the nonsense is kicked in well that's true there's, there's beer involved and yeah, I'm you're sure. on a 10.9 no you're on, and you're on your third one. Well, fourth, but that's okay. Listen, once he gets to his eighth one, he, he puts on a 30-minute goodbye to everybody. Me? <laughs> About 11 o'clock, he'll say, all right, we're about to leave now. And then 30 minutes later, he's still saying goodbye. Why? Because my goodbye doesn't last three and a half minutes for a Rihanna song? <laughs> <laughs> I know you knew I was going with that. I love you. I know. So uh, so that's the concept. And I think that's, that's going to – we got the, the tap handle adapters uh, donated. Uh, we got the first uh, 12 donated, and we want to see where that picks up. Taphandles.com's logo is going to be on there as well to give them the exposure so they have a, a, a horse in the race. And then it. it's going to be like a three-sided as opposed to the, the cube that Local Locals has. It's going to have our logo. It's going to have Tap Handles logo. And it's going to have... Um, Their logo. No, it's going to have uh, the, the, the message. Logo, There's right? a message that says this, this brewery was a guest on the show. And huh. that listen to you know govsradio.com or listen to the, the the replays or wherever it is Thursday nights. We've been working on shut up. We've been working <laughs> on the the verbiage that's going to go there, but I think we're in uh, final talks with that. We've gone back and forth with artwork, so it's looking good. And 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 uh, Hartwell Woodshop was on the same uh, motion, but Tap Handles jumped at it immediately and got like corporate approval. Yeah, it's, br- took it's a, a brilliant time. idea. You guys, it's just been brilliant from And day really, one. it's it's. We're not, I'm not trying to make money on anything. I just want the whole ring to go around. I want brewers to have something to you know show off. I want us to have the listenership and people come in and say, oh, I heard them on that. It's really just to give them the exposure because we're so amped up about you know what's going on here on Long Island and, and, and even in the city and, and beyond about the beer scene that, uh, go ahead, Pete, give your... Your standard. Oh, good uh, Lord, no! I, no, come on, you got to. I say, have nothing. No, no, no. Give your have your, your line. You have a, you have a line in the last few weeks that you've been <clears throat> saying that's an embarrassment of riches. Yes, that's your line. See, <laughs> I always go to you for your line. It's an embarrassment of riches. I just want to walk into the breweries and get a free beer. Well, that's that's also nice, but I, I, I'm not really looking for that either. Like we went to uh, Long Island and we got treated like gods, but. We, we're not going to leave without That's giving strong. everybody money. That's a strong description. No, God. When I drink off the bright tank, I feel like a god. That was pretty cool. Yes, it was. You drank off the bright tank? Yes, sir. Yeah? Yes, sir. You were talking about that for a long time. And we made it happen. And the, But they've been long, like, it's taken over a year and a half for us to get out there and to get this done. But the point is, you know, those are guys that continually we see them at the festivals and we talk to them and they're always... Um, you know, educational about what they're doing. They always have, we, we, we bounce ideas off of them all the time about stuff we want to do with this. Would this work? Would that work? This is one of the things that we feel like it's going to work as a nice big relationship throughout Long Island. So I'm just making the announcement now that you can kind of see this coming at bars and restaurants nearby. You're going to see it in the breweries and you're going to see it at local bars and restaurants. How many taps do you have, Po' Boy? Uh, 15. <laughs> 15? Bob. Bobby. Well, I called Po' Boy. boy. I like it better. Boy. Well, he did. He <laughs> said, You're <laughs> supposed to call Po' Boy because he's That's in correct. Port Jeff where I don't want to go. Where's, what's your address, <laughs> Po' Boy? It's 200 Wilson Street, 
uh, building E3. Instagram, you on Instagram? We're on Instagram, Facebook, a uh, bunch of things. Twitter. I'm going to follow you. Make sure you follow me back. I'm, I'm going to follow you. We, we have right? no, he no, says no, it's no so like, like threatening. I know. I'm going to follow you. You follow me back, you hear? <laughs> Matt, yeah, I was Matt, born and raised in Brooklyn. Too, all right? so. Sweet. What's the name of it again? What's his, the name is, of uh, beer, his beer practice. Yeah, beer my practice. personal is beer, beer practice. practice. Oh, I'm getting on there right now. And then it's Fifth Hammer for the- Maybe I'll send you a nudie. Are you going to narrate going on Instagram and following? I'm going to send you a nudie. What's the problem? All right, do that in silence while we talk. Talk to the, the boys. I got to ask you one question. Yeah, no, God. You know, every once in a while, I'm, I'm going to get. Uh, I like to delve into porn every once in a okay. while. Okay, <laughs> but there seems to be a problem here because now, in the last 24 hours, I've gotten like nine requests to be friends with like nine porn stars. Okay, and I don't understand. And I didn't check anything like milf. Pete, say your line. Like, Pete. Embarrassment of riches. There it is. <laughs> I don't know why you're complaining about that. Yeah. Dude, that's unbelievable. Why, why, why are you... Yeah. Hide your phone I, from your wife. Because if my wife goes in there and wants to yeah, know exactly. why I'm hanging out with Judy Jumbles or he, whatever... He, you ready? I got it. Go you, you tell her that you set up an Instagram account for the puppy... <laughs> Under your email address, <laughs> and all these porn stars love the Cooper puppy Grass. and want to Co- snuggle with it. Yeah, you know what? I know. I agree. I know. I'm gonna I accept that. everybody now. Yeah. I got nine new followers. Pete's on getting porn. a puppy just because of that. Uh, you know what? That's why so. I come to the work with Mike and Pete. Fucking good advice. Show ever. Solid advice for the Best Instagram show user. in the fucking world. Yeah. Well, you don't have to go that far. Yeah. Jesus Christ. All right, back to you guys. So we're drinking Solar Lemur. Yeah. So uh, we were just getting into uh, it being like this very, very, you know. Uh, front of house style that people are going to want. So give us a little bit about this. Yeah, when we we always have like a couple kinds of IPA on tap. Obviously, no way. Why would taps. you? So uh, this it was doesn't a sell seven and a half percent mosaic and motu yeah. uh, hot blend. Just like a super good, you know. Straightforward yeah, like New England IPA, yeah. It actually is holding easy. up pretty well for being out of the fridge for a couple hours, too. It's, re- it's really not even that warm. I, I don't yeah. mind it at all. How do you spell po' boy? It's P-O, 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 boy. B-O-Y? Yep. Brewery. I'm going to just take the oh, S. Oh, here you are. It's all here. one word. Here you <laughs> are. 200 Wilson Street, Unity 3, Port Jefferson Station, New York. Coming soon, a chocolate stout with a guy oh, in a ha- banana hammock. Got it. All right. <laughs> We're in. All right, so I'm the, name, the name on this. Yeah, hit it home, guys. Make sure you make, get everyone known. <laughs> I got it. The all name right. on this thing is Solar Lemur. If you, if you uh, search YouTube for uh, lemurs sunbathing, mm-hmm. they like... Cross their legs in a yoga pose and lean back with their hands out. Like, really, and they like kind of wiggle in the sun, and that's the uh, namesake yeah. of the beer. I gotta, I gotta right, watch well, that. Now. I gotta a lot that. of the beers. Now I'm gonna fold down a YouTube hole. Thanks. <laughs> a lot of the uh, the beers have like weird animals. Okay, you know, maritime marmot is a double IPA we have <laughs> really? on right now. Azaka quaka. <laughs> People are like, what is a quokka? And I'm like, you got to look it up. You what, what is a quokka? Uh, it's like one of those Australian like animals that are like just a little different than everything else, <laughs> basically. It's, it's similar to a wombat. Okay. Okay. Does yeah. it have like, I can wrap my head around like things underneath its armpits mm, where it can kind of I'm not super familiar, but when you put Azaka hops in it, yeah. it is delicious. You will fly yourself. <laughs> Lemur sunbathing. Yes. Oh, there it is. Look at that. Son that of a bitch. is very weird. Yeah. I've never... <laughs> Heard of that before? Uh, Matt Archibald. That's no. Right. Archambault. Archambault. Yes. Yo, nope. yo, See? be a yeah. Mr. Archambault. See, right? <laughs> See? 
He's uh, he's. I said his uh, his last name is way out of my own vocabulary. Host of Bruden at Bruden New York. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so Bruden New York, the TV show. Yeah, and uh, you can learn more about the show at BrudenNewYorkShow.com. <laughs> this is um, the reason why we bring him in because we kind of already went through this. Yeah. It's nice to have the outside view come in and go. So what the hell was that? <laughs> hmm, I don't know. We're well, we, friends. We, by we the were way. just yeah, nominated for six local Emmys for Ooh. the show. Oh, we just just got word about a week ago. Nice. So uh, it's a great show. That's really going to help us hopefully get uh, some money. For Matt, the next you come season. in here when I'm here, and we'll get number seven fucking quickly. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> like how quickly? Oh, best, real quickly. Best guest star. Seven. Oh, without a doubt, dude. I'll take it over in a minute. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. So tell us a little bit about the show. So I know we kind of had a quick phone interview with you a few weeks ago. Yeah. Tell us how you got into it and, and, and you know what we're looking at and, and how long it took and then who you visited and, and some of the highlights of that. And then, of course, looking towards the new season coming up. Yeah, well, the, uh, the show was funded in part uh, by a grant from the state uh, to kind of promote the success of the New York's beverage industry as a result of the, uh, the farm brewery license. And so I did try, by the way, tried to go online and find stuff out. I couldn't find much. So if yeah. you... You have anything else that you can send my way? I want to take a look at that really fast. <laughs> yeah. Very oh, interesting yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah, we'll talk after the show about yeah, yeah. getting that grant. I th- yes. Yeah, I, I knew it was still available afterwards, but it's been a couple Don't of years like now it. since we got it. Yeah. But uh, we worked uh, in partnership uh, with uh, Paul Leon from the Brewers Association yes. uh, yeah, yeah. We talked of about New Paul, York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh, Good dude. He, he got back to me because he has that Think New York, Drink New York app. Yes. And so uh, that one, uh, I contacted him when that first hit the ground. And said, listen, we got this really cool uh, you know, idea for a beer show, and uh, I was wondering if you wanted to have that through the app. That would be a really great idea. He goes, well, we're already working on something. That was over a year ago, and he still doesn't have anything through there just yet. Yeah. My thought is he might have been thinking towards of what you guys were doing. It's possible. And it, yeah. how stupid would it be not to just put your episodes through an RSS feed and allow people to download them right there in the app. We're talking about putting some of those episodes online soon just so everyone can see them because they aired on PBS 13 episodes in the first season. Right. So I want to get more pe- more eyeballs on them yeah. and just get the word out more so we can... Put it on my site, gothamgoldgrass.com. I'll put you in a section. We'll have <laughs> a you in a black hole of the section. internet. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Actually, if you go to gothamgold.com, you can type site. in BBW. <laughs> you can also buy credit cards yes. bundled. <laughs> I, got, I got about 90 t- 92 dildos sent to me in the first Jesus. year. First Christ. month of my show. Listen, yeah. Fifth Time a Brewing yeah. Company has new tap hours. Yes. Monday through Sunday. Yes. Monday, Tuesday, they're open from 4 to 10. Yeah, man, we're getting so busy there. The tap room, it's just such a fun place to I'm hang out. I'm going to fucking hang out there. If I get drunk, would you at least get me, get me home? Please. Pl- get you, well, you had the transportation company. I'll get you drunk. What are you talking about? I'll get you drunk. We'll stop there. You got to get me to 39th Avenue. I'll fall asleep on my office. I hate to be so transactional with our relationship. Yeah, sure. but, uh, Wednesday and Thursday from 3 to I want to lay the ground rules. Now, so I don't get caught up in any sort of I'm not, trust me, I'm not, I'm not part of that equation. At your fucking brewery, there, Matthew. I don't pro- like you right now. The problem now. is, oh, all this rules. is live and will be recorded and in archival positions, so you can always recall. It's a bit so very you better careful. be nice to me now, there, slick. My show's Thursday. I'll be ripping you a new asshole. <laughs> Hold promises, on. Promises, promises. Yes. Hey, this is the word with Mikey Radio.com. Who's on the phone? Uh, hey, this is Andrew and Thomas with uh, Four Nonsense Brewing Company. Hey, what's going on? How are you? Good. How are you? Thanks a lot for calling in. Hey, can we can we just put you on hold for two seconds, and then I'm going to get right back to you, Andrew what, what's and Tom. Your Insta- what's your Instagram hold label? Hold on. Stop. Stop. Uh, so, just mute him. Yeah. I'm, uh, no, I'm not going to mute Graz. Uh, give me one sec, boys. All right. <laughs> Pete. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> Executive decision. Fucking shut down. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to put him down yet. 
Um, so we. Yet. What I wanted to ask you is, so the Brood in New York concept, uh, you know, that thing uh, kind of took off on PBS. Like you said, you got recognized through yeah. that. You got your, your Emmy nods. And so now it, what It aired you... on every PBS station all over the state, which was awesome. And that's big. Yeah. yeah we worked with the, uh, I was, the people really behind it are a production company out of Schenectady mm-hmm. uh, called Magic Wig. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were really the people who like got that thing off the ground. Um, I was really lucky to have met them and was able to partner up with them. And we're all talking a lot right now about how we're going to get another season going. Yeah, and you can. There's we so had an awesome many. time, and also, like, the first episodes we did, we were showing up to breweries, and for them, for me, uh, for my co-host Maya, it was, like, so new, and it took us so long. You know, we were spending hours setting up shots, days to get a, a segment done, and by the end of it, we were rolling into in and getting whole episodes done in, like, less than two days. We got better, and the shows were even a higher quality. So yeah, we got really yeah. good at it by the end. You can almost—I mean, no, so you can tell. To do it again. You can yeah. tell oh. by if you look at it like season one, episode one. Yes, you're like, oh, okay, so this is kind of like them figuring it out. Yeah, it's and by r- the last season, it's rough around the edges. But I'll tell you, I, I was nervous because so I, I've been in like into beer in a big way for like you know six, seven years, and okay. I know that that's kind of young for for some people in in the room who have been into it for a long time. But, I've been um, into it for about three months. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was sipping on baby bottles a few months ago. So I was nervous. You know, I, you know, I know a lot of um, people who work in importers, distributors, breweries, a lot of beer bars. I've been in front of house for a long time. And I was kind of nervous about my beer friend seeing the show and like, you know, it's for like the average kind of person right. who doesn't know a lot about like, beer. Like, how did you not know that? And like, I'm asking questions so everyone gets to know it. <laughs> and especially because it was my first time doing something like that on camera. Um, I have an acting background, but that was a very new thing for yes. me. Yeah. So, uh, but people were came up to me and were like, you know, Matt, I was really nervous because I hear about these beer media projects all the time. There's a lot of people trying to do it. And uh, like we actually us. really <laughs> dug this thing. Um, and so the, the, f- the feedback has been really good. Every once in a while, I get recognized in the brewery. Really? Um, nice. Someone's like, hey, by the way, we, we, we really like your show. And I'm like, thank you yeah, for thank saying you. that. You're like the third person ever. Um, so that's fun. Yeah. We'll, we'll be happy to promote you. So whatever you nice. want yeah. to do, we'll display Hey, Po'Boy had would, their yeah. first engagement at their place two days yes, ago. Yes, we saw that. Yeah, I would actually love to come to, to yeah. come by anyways, but also with the show. Like, I feel like you can do a whole season just here in Long Island. And, and, and then do a whole other season in the city. I feel and do a whole like you could do a really good show out like, of our studio. That's the thing in New York, like right? Hudson so, Valley. So we're, we're sitting down trying to look at each region, right? We split right. it up into 12 regions, and then the 13th right. episode is like a tap, um, like a, a festival episode. Yeah. And we're like, how do we decide what breweries to hit? Because there's so many we wanted to hit. Yeah. And so many were like super pumped to do it. But yes. not only for the promotion, but it just because it was going to be a and fun speaking thing. speaking of uh, festival and getting all those breweries on the phone, good, good see, look at this guy. He's a professional. Dynamite segue. Dynamite segue. <laughs> on the phone with us now, we have the boys from Fort Nonsense. We're going to be down there at the AC Beer Festival on Saturday, March 30th. These guys uh, agreed to call in tonight and give us a little pre-interview uh, before we get down there. What's going on, boys? Hey, how, much, how are you guys doing? Ah, doing well. Thanks a lot for calling the show. Uh, you guys are obviously located in New Jersey, am I correct? Yes. Denville, New Jersey, 3118 Route 10, Denville, New Jersey, Fort Nonsense Brewing Company. We got our fact checker over in the booth. (laughs) Family-run craft brewery bringing beer and nonsense to Morris County, 
open Wednesday, Thursdays, and Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. What happened on Monday and Tuesday, Tommy? <laughs> no one likes Mondays and Tuesdays. Why? Because they're brewing. Up seven days a week. They're brewing. They open up a we business for seven days, not five. Yeah, all right, now I'm going to turn oh, him down. No, he's, yelling, he's yelling at my guests. He's yelling at my guests again. i got to turn him down. No, 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 you're right. No, no, but that's it, guys. I mean, most of the breweries, especially in the in the smaller, I mean, I'm sure you find the same thing. Mondays, Tuesdays, even Wednesdays, they need time to brew the beer that you're drinking throughout the weekend. No, you just got to recover from the weekend. Just themselves recovering. FortNonsenseBrewing.com. They're not open on Mondays and Tuesdays. All right, boys. So we're here in the studio. My co-host Pete here. Say hi, Pete. I was Hi. Uh, Pete, Pete, you get to meet Pete as we come down to AC Beer Fest. Uh, we have Matt Archambault from uh, the PBS hit show Brewed in New York. And then we have Bobby and Sam from uh, the Po' Boy Brewery over here in Port Jeff, Long Island. Say hello to everybody. Hey, how you doing, guys? One name to keep track of. <laughs> yeah, sorry. See, I don't even remember you guys and the names that you told me at the beginning. So, touche. Ah, touche. Uh, so, gentlemen, uh, we're going down to AC Beer Fest. Is this your first beer fest at the, uh, at the convention center? Uh, no, this is actually our second one. We did it last year when we were only open for like seven weeks at that point. Wow. Yeah. So, so jump, jump right into the deep end. Yeah. yeah. Start with AC. Now, did you did you have a lot of beer to make before that? Did you have uh, how many did you bring down to the show? Uh, last year we did three. We brought down three different styles. Um, this year we're bringing four. So okay. We're bringing yeah, our allotment. What can we? A little bit. Ooh. Are you bringing a Navasink Twin Session Ale or the Benedict Amber Trader Ale? What do you think? Uh, we're bringing the Amber. You nice. bring the Amber. Nice. We're bringing like our Porter. Amber. Um, and then we're doing a New England IPA that we're releasing that day. Regoleth uh, Regol- New, New England IPA from Apogee, whatever it is? Uh, yeah, it's going to be a different different one of that series. You got a chocolate chill stout, too? I'm coming to fucking, I'm coming to Morris County, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Sure. Well, we've, I've, I've gone through a lot of travels through New Jersey, and I try to stop off. So one of the reasons why we really jumped to the opportunity to come down there is we're very novices in regards to the New Jersey beer scene. And thanks again to the Hopped Up Network and uh, the Jersey Beer Guys for uh, bringing us down. One of the only out-of-state podcasts that are going to be there. And uh, we started by you know just contacting a bunch of people and seeing if we can get some interviews. And so a lot of the uh, brewers that we contacted, like we uh, talked about at the top of the show, excuse me, jumped at the opportunity. And uh, it brings, uh, again, a new element to the New York market because New Jersey is starting to explode just like Long Island and upstate is. So tell us a little about how you fit into that market in uh, Morris County. Uh, well, we're, uh, we're, starting, we're starting small. We're going a lot of places out here. I kind of go in the same route, um, trying, to, trying to stay local. Uh, we, we, the two of us, uh, Andrew and I are, are brothers. Uh, the two of us and our third brother uh, started the place uh, – couple of years ago and we, we grew up in this area okay and at the time we looked around and there was like nobody out here new jersey is way behind everybody else yeah and we thought you know people like to drink beer out here there's there's tons of craft beers from out of state you can get all over the place in new jersey I mean, even south jersey has a ton of craft breweries but north jersey where we are i mean you have to drive 25 minutes in any direction to hit somebody oh um, boy but they're starting to pop up. There's a bunch of local places who are starting to kind of get into it in this area more, which is good because there's there really isn't a lot around it. So what do you have locally uh, within, you know, uh, arm's reach? Who are your brothers in arms in around your area? 
Uh, we have Magnify, Twin Elephant. Oh, Magnify's the, uh, huge. Yeah, they're, they're one of the closest. We have the three out in Hackettstown, so Manskirt, Jersey Girl, and Zigmeister. Oh, Jersey Girl we know about. Close. Yep. Um, yep. Who else? Well, they're yeah. second act, but they're, they contract through. They're okay. actually our closest neighbor, but they only have a warehouse. Hey, can you guys um, deliver me a four-pack to Farmingdale of uh, Arnold's Tavern Porter or a Benedict <laughs> Amber Trader Ale? What do you think? Yeah, well, we could probably arrange it. I'll give you my address, all right? Well, you no, write, I, write it down. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa. I want a four-pack four of Arnold's Tavern Stop. Porter. Stop. Think smarter. You're right. going to be down there in five days. Uh, you're going to be down there. I'm So, not. boys, if you have the stout, I'll take it from you. I'll give it to Anthony Grazaday, and he'll promote it on his Limo Talk podcast right here on GovsRadio.com. I want the Arnold's Tavern He's Porter. He's put his order already. <laughs> I want a Benedict Amber Trader yeah. Ale. So send me an eight-pack there. All right? No, yeah, right. Whoa, whoa. We went up from four to eight. Come on. I want I want us two eight two four packs. Jesus if I don't Christ. get it, if I don't get it, I'm coming after you. He's not going to come anywhere. <laughs> he barely Michael can get out of his house. <laughs> he was lucky that he's ten minutes away from the yeah. studio, so that's about as far as his reach can go. I was lucky I was go. allowed out of the house. And to be <laughs> exactly. honest with you, if I don't get out of here in about ten minutes, my balls are gone. That's true. <laughs> it, it seems to me that New Jersey is like so poised to become one of like the great beer states. They have huge population density. They're surrounded by a bunch of yeah. big markets. There's a bunch of breweries. We get a, people from all over the country coming into the tap room, and I always ask them what's big in their neck of the woods. And people in Jersey are always talking about Magnify, yeah. which I've yeah, had a yeah. bunch of. They're always talking about Icarus, which I still have yet to try. Yeah. And there's like it a bunch of pa- awesome. passion there, and like that's going to explode. And mm-hmm. there's not many, right? In Jersey, no, they're, they're, they're coming well, up. Compared to Long Island, there is one every in every single town. Right, but that's like. what's starting to happen down there now. Is they're it? a little lag behind, but and I think they're going you, to pop so big. Oh yeah, yeah. you got to see the lineup on oh, the yeah. AC Beer Fest. There are so many small independent breweries, of, yeah, a lot yeah. of breweries that I'm very excited just because it's like what happens here. It's it's like. An amazing amount of just small little town breweries that are popping up all over the place. How come it seems like Queens and and um, it seems like Queens, Suffolk and, County, and Suffolk County. Well, no, I mean, you really, can, don't 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 have too many. Uh, oh, Suffolk County has plenty. Queens doesn't have a lot. Nah, a lot. they do. Staten we, Island. Yeah. Queens have. has uh, eleven tap rooms. How about uh, Staten Island? And, uh, Staten Island doesn't have a lot. Staten Three. Island is two now. Uh, Staten Island Flagship Brewing Company and, closed. Oh, did they in December? Oh. Yeah. Mm. What Great have? people. It was a family-run flagship spot. and uh, Killsborough. Were, yeah, were, 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 I, I did a one day, one night actually before I went yeah. down to um, uh, what's the place down in uh, God damn it in New Jersey for the for the the concerts. Um, why can't I think of it? PNC. No, it's PNC. smaller. It's a shit. Stone Pony. No, no, it's it's further Asbury north. Park. It's in Asbury Park. No, nope, further north. My mother-in-law's PNC. house. Starlight <laughs> Ballroom. My mother-in-law's Starland. house. Starland. Starland Ballroom. So they, it's an easy because you have to go through Staten Island yep. to get down there. So one day before a concert that would start at like eight or nine, we left at four. We got to Staten Island an hour. We drank for two hours at Killsborough and Flagship. God, walked those, from one those to the next. Those sours at Killsborough, man, they are killing and, and it. And Flagship's German roots, mm-hmm. the, the both of them is like night and day, so they exist, coexist together in that little area. And that tap room there at Flagship is so cool. See, there's oh, a yeah, good yeah. episode for you, Matt. Like an ultimate, an ultimate. The Staten Island you know, by itself, like, just, just an episode in just two Just starting breweries. out in Nassau County and coming this way towards mm-hmm. New Jersey and stopping on the, yeah. on the Delaware water. 
on a on the Delaware border and just hitting maybe ten during a filming session and seeing how it's 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 changed. Right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and I I could MC with you, Matt, if you need a co-host. You know, <laughs> I'm cute on the air. Uh, he's not. I'm, I'm, I, shut up. He's Mike, loud. He's loud. Cute. You don't have to worry about the audio guy picking I'm up the sound. Not loud. No nonsense. <laughs> front of, front front of camera. Me an eight pack. Front of camera. Uh, shotgun mic will pick you up perfect. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Too in depth tech talk. So boys, um, we're bringing down four beers. Um, and so, what is the expectations here? In the last year that you've been open, what are we looking to do? Are we looking to get bigger, better? I mean, what are we thinking? I mean, yeah, we're always always trying to get better, always, you know, tweaking what we've done and where we're going. Uh, it's never good enough. So we're uh, focusing a lot more on distribution now. Okay. Uh, a lot of the first year was uh, in-house taproom growth. Okay. We got uh, a bar in Belmore. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we yeah, do. It's yeah. true. And so when we get you on the air and we talk to you a little bit about it, we'll, we'll, we'll explain what we're trying to do up here. But it's hard with the smaller breweries to get an entire keg up here and it sell because people don't or don't know are not aware of it. But it also might work in that favor just because of that as well, because you just see this yeah. beer and go, what the hell is that? Where did that come from? Yeah. I want to be the first to have some uh, Fort nonsense. Matt, Matt and I yeah, got an yeah. idea, Matt. I'm telling you. I'm t- it was me and no, you. it was you had the idea. Well, Matt no, just Matt, was Matt, smiling Matt's at Matt's going to help me out. He likes me. Yeah. Gonna, <laughs> and Poe Boy likes me because I'm going to be on Sam's couch for a week. They won't like you at the end of the week. <laughs> to put it in perspective, man, breweries that like are less than a few years old, like it's just like one of the owners in a van, right. like loading up yeah. by themselves a bunch of kegs exactly and cases and driving exactly. around, man. Like it's, using that little ratchet thing you get at Home Depot. No, man, they're lifting it. It's yeah. like they're literally. No, I mean, just like getting into the car and holding against the rails oh, yeah. and ratcheting in. Just and like in New York truck. City, it's like going down into like basements of Lower East Side, hundreds of year old basements. <laughs> it is awful. You gotta get it I down mean, there. That work. Fucking rat gnawing at your feet while you're bringing it yeah, down. Yeah, for real. Like Wednesday and Thursday this week, d- Dave, one of the owners, is like, man, he's like, we got a bunch of deliveries, which is great news, except it's going to be Half of my week. Gnawed out by a rat. <laughs> yeah. Getting it down, yeah. Be down low behind a fucking pole boy, Wing Chun in Chinatown. <laughs> right? <laughs> Somebody's going to be hitting me with chopsticks while I'm delivering a fucking keg. Get so out guys, of my what, way. Get out of my way. I've never been to AC Beer Fest. What, uh, what can we expect? Yeah, so that's a great question. So we've never been down there. Um, and so you guys were there last year. So how was it last year? And, and what do you expect from it this year? Um, last year was awesome. It was the craziest festival we've done. I mean, it was also the first one. Um, but it's a, it's a great time. There's tons of beer, lots of great people. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to... Last year, it was great getting to meet all the other brewers from all the other New Jersey places. And and you meet a few people from the, the bigger guys out of state, too. But and now, how's the camaraderie in New Jersey? Uh, did people get along? You guys sharing, you know, if you need grain, someone's got grain, you need hops, someone's got hops. You guys working yeah, together yeah. with that? All they the hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. New Jersey's really great with that. Everyone likes each other. You know, we all help each other out. If we have questions, we cool. go other places. Uh, just the other week, I lent some grain to Joe up a man skirt. He's lent me hops before. Nice. So it's, it's a great thing to do, and everyone, everyone is willing to help in this state, which is awesome. That sounds and we're great. all pretty, pretty much at the same point, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like between one to four years old, we're all all new still. Yeah, still getting our feet under us. Yeah, like Matt's been saying, it's it's like you just you're, the whole state is just ready to explode in some way, shape, or form. And what's great about New Jersey is there's a shit ton of like industrial areas mm-hmm. that have all the check marks yeah, yeah. you need: a sewer, 
the water supply, the, the things that you would need to get it. Do you guys have something in your state in regards to regulations, in regards to ingredients, stuff like a farm license or anything like that? Uh, not for breweries. I think cideries and wineries have something like that, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, but as far as breweries go, no, we don't have to. Now, I saw like a, uh, some, some time ago there was that, that law that was trying to pass that you guys all stood tall on, and uh, it was going to try to regulate how many events you had within the tap room. Uh, so how did that experience go, being one of your first years, and then all of a sudden having to have this regulation you had to fight through? <laughs> Speaking of bit, nonsense. scary yeah. when it first came out. Yeah. Uh, but I, it, it was, luckily it was pretty short-lived. Yeah. It was a, a couple it of weeks. It a week. They, yeah, they it, did it, it, it was a week, right? Yeah. Was just so crazy. They pulled it off right away, so it never really impacted us too much. So, yeah. Yeah. so like an event, it, it would like if you wanted to have like a basketball game on while your tap room was open. That's an event, and you yeah, were capped at the number of events you could have per, per year. No, per year. Yeah. Per year. So, but just, from my understanding, up here <laughs> over here in New York, uh, the consumers really is what helped squash that you know legislation over in Jersey. So yeah, I, I, I think oh, yeah. that's the oh, case. Yeah. There was. Um, <clears throat> New Jersey Craft Beer put together a um, a petition, and it got like eight thousand signatures in the first day, or something like that. We signed it, crazy. but it was yeah. The consumer really helped push, and they were I You're think up. they were the ones who really got the legislation taken out. Hey, well, can I sign up for your yoga class on April seventh? <laughs> you got a no you got a no nonsense joke. He does. He's got a yoga class. I can I can stretch my leg over my fucking neck. I'm telling you right now. I don't even want to think about Pick, that for any more than happen. I just did. Picks or it didn't happen, Grant. Wait a minute, I'm going online to No Nonsense Brewery. Yep. They got a yoga class on April seventh. And that's what was being regulated. They can They're only not have the only brewery. Yeah, well, lots number of breweries spots available. Yoga. You got a spot for me? Yeah. 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 See, there you go. They'll you fucking make a, room to see you try and do fucking downward Pete, dog grass. I'm going, I'm going to, <laughs> Pete, I'm going to Fort Nonsense <laughs> Brewing on April yeah, 7th. Yeah, yeah, banana banana hammock. Info <laughs> at Fort no Nonsense Brewing. I'm going to be in a fucking banana hammock, oh, and I'm going to do yoga at oh Fort Nonsense God. Brewing. That'll be your next uh, podcast. Limo Talk. <laughs> Limo uh, Talk, Fort Nonsense I'm here. Brewing. Yeah. Banana, ha- banana sack doing yoga with my sack. Banana sack. <laughs> <laughs> Info at Fort. I'm in there, guys. I'm not going to want to do the interview on Saturday. No, no, no. They're totally out. They're like, you know what about that interview? Um, <laughs> we, like, we have a lot of things to do. We, we don't really want to visit you in AC. I don't want to see you guys. <laughs> well, boys, I listen. Eight, listen, I want an eight pack. That's all I can. There you about. go. All right. We'll, we'll try to make it happen. I'll try to finesse that as best we can. The uh, regulations there are a little rough. Uh, gentlemen, here's the deal. Um, I want to leave some to the interview that's going to happen in the next uh, five days. So let me uh, let you go. And we're very excited to get you guys up on the stage or down by your booth and do some tastings and uh, talk about the beer, get you on air, and then uh, be part of the podcast. Yeah, that'd be great. Hey, who's your favorite, baseball, in, who's your favorite baseball team for opening day? I'm I'm a oh, like Yankees. Yankees fan. You're a Yankees fan? I hope they fucking yeah. come in last. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I better get my eight pack or I'll be whipping oh you my guys God. in the asshole. <laughs> I hope Stan blows his ACL out. All right, boys, we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you soon. All right, so we're with Mike and Pete, GovsRadio.com, the gentleman from Fort Nonsense Brewing down in Morris County, New Jersey. We'll see them down at AC Beer Fest March 30th. We'll be there early. Um, hopefully we can have... Um, a live podcast so you guys get to see these guys 
And uh, just signed up for the yoga class. Yeah, and you can and Graz will come down and do some yoga with you. And we have a quick another phone call here. Who do we got on the air? Hey, what's going on? It's Greg. I had a question for the Poboy people. Sure. What up, Greg? Where are you from first? I'm from Farmingville. Oh, cool. Hello, Farmingville. Bobby and Weesam. Ah. Farmingville? Farmingville. 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 That's the yes. white trash of Farmingdale. Farmingville? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got to turn your radio down. Hold on. Whoever just called in, turn your radio down. We can hear the echo. We'll get right to you in a second. So uh, how, do you know the, how do you know the guys from uh, Po' Boy? Oh, I was part of the homebrew club with Bobby back in the day when he used to brew at LIBME, and nice. uh, now I work for him. But uh, I want to know what they're bringing to uh, Blue Point Cast Festival. So, yes, yeah, ah, so we got to get question. to that. This is uh, one of the greatest cast festivals here on Long Island. It's one of the ones that people travel quite the distance for because of the uniqueness of the one-offs. So what do you think you're going to concoct, Mr. Chef, you know, for this one? Usually I'll bring something, again, out of the box. Last year I brought a uh, chamomile um, honey glitter cider. Glitter? So, glitters. Edible, chamomile oh, glitters. honey glitter, glitter cider? cider? Yeah, so it was a, a cider that you know had edible glitter. They use this in, ba- in yeah. baking all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, you know, yeah, a sight to see. That shit. Well, well, the, yours is coming. Don't <laughs> worry, don't worry. Yours is coming. You can turn off for a minute. <laughs> um, when it uh, gets past, right, you're screaming back there. What? I'm telling you, put fucking marijuana edibles in the glitter. <laughs> you I'm can't telling you. Yet. The whole, the whole cast fest will be stoned. Why ruin it until? Yeah. Why ruin it <laughs> when it becomes legal? We'll just talk. Sam, this Sam, will turn in from Sam, the word to the stream. We have flavored edibles in this pilsner. Everybody will be stoned. Hey, wait, wait. This, this I'll promise you. If it ever does become legal, you better get me one. It's you and me as a podcast, dude. Really? Yes. If it becomes, what'd you just say? Hold if on. If it becomes legal, yes. Legal. Legal. Then you and I will do a podcast. <laughs> we'll combine your podcast and my podcast to make a super like Voltron. And get rid of Pete. To create a super podcast. And get rid of Pete. No, no, Pete's gonna Probably. come. He's gonna oh, part of it. I, we have to have Pete. Well, He's well the Pete, talent. Once it becomes legal, he might change his mind. Um, <laughs> so, and that's the thing is that we can have food, we can have beer, we can have you know all that stuff still now included in the central theme of legalization. Ed- just, ed- edible we, uh, we, banana hammocks. And a yeah. banana. <laughs> Barry, now we're talking. I know you want me, <laughs> my banana. Like, yeah. I'm telling you, I'm going to make, make a, a I'm going to make a cider. I'm yeah. going to name it after you, and you come down and and we'll we'll, uh, Barry, we'll push here's, it out. Here's what I, here's Barry, what I all right, but Poe boy, Poe boy works. Uh, po, yeah. <laughs> po, okay, hold on, wait, Poe. Me po. and you. Po. By the way, that's po. his bit. He just calls everybody by the wrong name. Po. That's his bit. Between me, you, and Matt, because I got to cheer up Matt a little bit. He's a little bit. He's a little. No, he's got a couple of drinks in him right now. He's dulled out. He got a flat tire on the way here. Oh fuck you! He's got to fucking deal with it. He would have called me. I would have picked you up one of my cars. That's true. Well, we got to. We got to get him back somewhere I, somehow. I got to get out of here. So, Poe, here's right. what we're going to do. All right? Next craft oh. year, 2020, we're going to have edibles. Me, you, Sam. We're going to be selling them on a street corner. What? No, I'm not. That's illegal. <laughs> it's got to be out of the right. I'm not going to jail. Now. I'm just saying when it becomes legal, then we could be part of something. Who's on the when phone? it's legal, right, you don't, don't sell it on the street Let me take over the corner. show for a minute. I'm leaving. Who's, yes. on, the, who's on the phone right now? Greg. Greg's on the phone, and I still want to know what they're bringing the cast festival <laughs> here. Yeah, we got interrupted by Greg. He's saying, fuck you, guys. You know it's what's going to be good? Question. Yes, there you uh, go. Answer um, the question. Greg's got a fucking, he's got a bad attitude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Greg. Stop it. Oh, he knows. <laughs> Greg, Greg, he knows. Greg, hey, you. you. This man is seven feet tall. Oh. And Greg, he's... I'll fucking take you in a WrestleMania <laughs> match. <laughs> Me and you, I'll put you in a fuck. I'll do a fucking. Oh, uh, no. I'll do one of those. All right, listen. Now you're young. 
Trey Young in our callers again. Seriously, it would look, 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 look like Hulk Hogan against Andre the Giant. Yes, that's how big Greg, come into my studio, please. Come hang out with me on Limo Talk on Thursday nights. And he'll hug you by the end of the night. That's what's going to happen. Greg, he looks like Goldberg, just so you know. Anthony Grazaday. But he, he's definitely not as Goldberg, big. Yeah, fifty three yeah. years old with gray and fucking blubber coming and big tits. <laughs> yeah, we like the pork chop. He sweats on. butter. He yes, sweats butter. <laughs> mayonnaise. It's mayonnaise. That's the running joke. Where's B-Mail? Yeah. Get him on the phone. Hey, Greg, how tall are you? He said seven foot. I am six foot nine. I still want to goddamn Jesus know. We're not going to answer the question. We're going right. to hang he's up six on nine. You. Let's get an answer to the question. Just answer um, the question, Barry, uh, uh, Frankie, Louie. Poe boy, Poe, 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 Poe. There we go. Um, um, it, that's still up in the air, but it's probably going to be my uh, peanut butter uh, and jelly fluff uh, porter. It's a twist from the last time I made, and because everyone still goes crazy for that coquito nog. Uh, that Does that answer your question, Manute Bowl? That answer your question? Taco full? Is that answer your question, Dad? Gotcha on that one. What did he say? I didn't hear him. Yeah, repeat it, Greg. It's the Kembe Matumbo to you, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> I talk like this, like Greg, a chocolate chip cookie, a cookie peanut monster. butter port that's going to be fucking uh, with little crystal things that are going to taste like marijuana. It's glitter. Glitter. You're talking my language, but I understand. I want. I like. I'm all down with the peanut butter. Are you bringing any cider? Yeah. You bringing any cider? Yeah. Pa- probably the one that I released for the anniversary party. The one time, the the coquito cider. Coquito cider with a picture of me in a banana sack. Right. No. All right. Get off the phone, now, Manu Bowl. Oh my God. <laughs> I've had enough. Of you. I've had enough of you. Call me. Thir- all right. All right. So, Greg, thanks a lot for calling me. That's the great all right, thing. Yeah, I'm signing off. All right. Bye, Greg. <laughs> Thank you. Later. Hey, are you a Mug Club member? No. I am not. All right, a so maybe I am an employee. Ah, ah so you do okay. not need the mug; you can drink right out of the tanks. I got it. Yeah, there's a, there's Word. A I, grab, I grab mug number one and I drink out of that one usually. <laughs> so who is that? That was Ron. Dan. That, that, was Dan. Dan. that was Dan. All right, so Dan, sorry, but that's why you have uh, somebody's aftertaste in there. All right, Greg, thanks a lot for calling in, buddy. Take it easy. All right, you too. All right, this is the word with Mike at PeteGovsRadio.com. Our phone number, 516-465-3990, Wow, I screwed them both up. And we have somebody else on the phone. Who is this? It's the intern. It's who? The intern. The intern? Tommy? Yeah. Hey, hey Thomas Santiago. Tommy? Yes. What up, what up, buddy? All right, so we're no, going to- We're driving to- home on Saturday. Yeah, I don't We'll see about that. So this, I can do that. this is our. I'm not putting him on just yet, because uh, Graz is going to just scream at him the whole time. So this is uh, Thomas Santiago, <laughs> our uh, the most professional intern that we take on our all of our beer fests. He'll be coming down with us to AC Beer Fest March 30th. Uh, Tom, just so you know, we're going to be getting up at 6 a.m. to get down there in time, so we don't get uh, locked out by the hop trot, the uh, I think the 5K race that's going to happen. That's going to lock down the front doors. For a little while, so we have to get is that in there. Seriously, happening again? It is seriously happening again. The, the exact same thing happened at the last beer fest. I know, I know. We but don't that's want. Fine. That's an extra hour of sleep for me. I'm up at five every day. Good. All right. So with that, that's fine. We don't. We don't honestly. Do you like need... uh, Red Bull or Monster, Tom? Yeah. What do you drink? I'm a Red Bull kind of guy. We'll get a case. Noted. We'll get a case. We're gonna need you. Okay. So Tom uh, right. came with us to a bunch. Of... You're not talking yet. Uh, Tom came with us for uh, the uh, beer fest down at Nassau Coliseum, and he did a great job at being the uh, basically Matt. What do you do? The front of house, kind of the face of the the, uh, the show for us. Um, you shook some hands, kissed some babies. We tried a number, I believe. I think yeah. we tried to yeah. get him yeah. laid, and uh, I made out, made out with the phone number. I did indeed. Tom is uh, twenty two now. 
22. So, 22, so really, he's, uh, he's a young stud uh, looking for a uh, stallion to kind of shack up with. Is that the right terminology? <laughs> Not at all, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, that's hey, another guy. Hey, are you going to go stay any with anybody, Tommy? Yeah, Tommy. Anybody your uh, varsity letter? <laughs> <laughs> Have you given your varsity no. jacket? Or are you going so, stag to the big dance? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so we're gonna get we're gonna try to get you late again. So listen, if we leave without you, it's because you know you've made some connections that will be. Yeah, uh, that, that wouldn't be the worst thing that happened. No, nah. listen, in New Jersey Transit is actually better than the LIRR, so you'll be able to get back here pretty quickly. And it's probably better than driving oh. home with two half intoxicated uh, middle aged men. I wouldn't half say intoxicated. I wouldn't say half. No, intoxicated, listen, I, I'm responsible, so we'll be able to get back here with no problem. We might have to, it might be a late night, but we'll uh, we'll yeah. get back here, no problem. I'm irresponsible. Yeah. I've, uh, uh, I've been doing some homework, though, listening to the uh, past shows. I'm okay. actually very excited for Hopscotch to open, because you know I'm a Deer Park native. Yes, so you are, yeah. Market Hopscotch sounds- is... Good. Yeah, I already told uh, Joe, Joe over from Meatball that used to work with the uh, bar back to go yep. check it out, because I saw they had uh, an employment advertisement. Yes, yes they did. But- Go for bartender, go for uh, front of house, and, uh, you know, like you said, local establishment, something that uh, you can be proud of right there in your town. Locally grown yeah. and locally owned. And, and I do have to say, despite, you know, how great the show is with you and, and Pete as well, Graz's phone calls, <laughs> the past, uh, not the past two shows, but the two shows prior to that, his phone calls had me absolutely hysterical. I've been listening to the shows during work. I'm yeah, the fucking to, uh... talent here. Haven't you realized that shit right now? Yeah, yeah. I'm the talent you, on this show. Three they... phone calls, your three phone calls thinking you're the 10th caller. And then you're <laughs> the that was a shit show. Oh, we'll, go, we'll get into that a little later, but Jesus Christ, that was crazy. <laughs> hey, Tom, all, ki- hey, all kidding aside, we miss you very much. I got to tell you, the board, you. Up, the board up I got now fucking is great. You, oh, were, yeah. you, you were halfway decent. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. It's a backhanded compliment. I miss you very much, so I'm, we leave, do miss I'm you leaving. Guys. I want to tell you, all kidding aside, you have an open invite to come and hang out with us anytime you want. I push the nysportsmafia.com all the time, and oh, I'm nice. very proud of you guys. Keep up the good work with all these breaking news things that you're doing on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Brian and I actually uh, have a little something up our sleeve. We were supposed to meet this past weekend, but... Um, Due to time constraints with me having to get the Sky Zone, it didn't really uh, make sense for me to drive out to him with such little time. But we are going to meet up this weekend. I, I uh, love you Friday. still have a job like a 22-year-old. Too. You're not even a career. You're just like, you're not allowed you to, to drive on a trampoline. No, Please don't no, jump that's, down. That's the, that's the part-time on the weekend. I got my full-time Monday through Friday, no, I know, 5 a.m., 6 a.m. He's a hustler, folks. He's a hustler. He's Thomas is the board op over at and, the and we Ducks. Got the, uh, the, yeah, Long Island Ducks season is yep. uh, starting up. Uh, I'm very excited. We got a Wally Backman, former yep. Mets manager, as our uh, new team manager, just signed uh, another former Met whose name escapes me right now. Kirk Newenheis. Yes, Newenheis. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So uh, those Sunday autograph sessions come down, free autographs, you and Ooh. the kiddies. There's always tickets. Whenever you guys uh, want to come, you, Pete, Raz, you let me know. I'll yeah, we're going to have a night. We'll, we'll do a night at the Ducks yeah, Stadium. Yeah, Thomas, I think we're going to all get together, all right? I think it's a good idea. Yeah, right. no, that'd be awesome. I'm leaving the show now. It's going to get a lot better as I leave. Yep. I just want to let you know yes, that yes, Poe Boy, Boy with Bobby and Sam are in, are in, uh, so are, are in Port Jeff. Yes. You don't want to go there if you got an ex-wife, okay? <laughs> oh, and also, by the, by the way, um, so I'm actually calling you through an app on my laptop Ooh. right now. Yes. I have poor service in my house, so I got about a minute left of this free app. Okay. But if uh, if that weed show does take off, yes, I you'll be part of it. That. Yeah, All you'll right. be part of it. And then, <laughs> Matt, Matt, where's your place? You'll be a third chair. Fifth Hammer to Long Island City, yeah. New York. Yeah. Matt, I'm going to come down and make sure you get me home, all right? Hell yeah, man. Pete, my, I love you. 
Are you going to be at the next PTA meeting? I am going to be at the next PTA <coughs> meeting. My wife was just my wife was just nominated Every president time. of Woodward Parkway, so we have a lot of pasta fucking Yay. nights, dude. There's a lot <laughs> of milfs in that PTA. I'm telling you right now, there was ass walking around that pasta night all day. Jesus Christ, your wife's in the back cooking, oh, working her ass off, and you just oh, stared at tail. I was walking around. I'm like, cook, can I get you a coke? Can I get you some pasta? And one of the girls comes there and I go, oh my god, you're wearing a skirt. Hello. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, Grass. Uh, I got to go. Yeah. Thomas, I love you. Michael, thank you very you much. I love you as well. Peace out, buddy. Thank you. K-Bot on Instagram. Check me out, all right? Yep. And Gotham, Gotham Go, go Grass. All right. I'm looking See, forward right. to seeing well, uh, you in that banana hammock. Yes. So. I'm coming, po' boy. I'm walking in as a delivery. I'm taking one of the kegs and a fucking we're, banana hammock. No, we're, we're going to make one just for you. <laughs> NYSportsMafia.com. I'm telling you, you better put sparkles and marijuana leaves in it. There you go. Thank See you, you later, thank Michael. You. Love you. All right, buddy. I'll say my goodbyes before this gets cut off. So thanks for taking the call, and I am so excited for Saturday. See you on Saturday, Tom. Thank you. Tommy, you're going to be a big part of this show, so uh, you know, get your drinking shoes on and uh, get your chops ready and get your personality up and ready to go because we're going to be hitting this hard. It's a bunch of people that we don't know. I mean, we heard talk to Fort Nonsense, and I kind of already uh, established that. And he's gone. No, no. Ah, oh, ball liquor. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't cut him off. Oh, no, no. No, he had to get. He no, no, no. To, the call, uh, Tommy the, on the, the phone. The free app that he Some used. fucking weird. Yeah, because his service in his house sucks. So Is he used he a free app Pakistan? through the internet to call. I think it was, uh, God damn it, what's it called? It's something. It's actually you can call anywhere in the world. So he used it on us. So thank you very much, Tom, for calling in. But yeah, he's got to get uh, basically his stuff together because this is going to be a big night, um, a big day, really, like ten hours of straight interviewing and talking to new people and establishing those relationships. And I think that's really important, especially for that scene that's going on in New Jersey. We want to be uh, kind of in the forefront of that. Even though we're very Long Island-based and we have our roots here and, and we really appreciate everything that's going here, um, I've always had the bigger picture of doing this, you know, a little little bigger, a little, little stronger, and including everyone. And again, not just... Uh, Caressing the New York and Long Island scene, but you know, going beyond. I'd that. like to caress the New York scene. Yes, you would ever uh, so gently. And and you know why it's good because it's right here, and we can go well, to it anytime. And that's an important point because other places in the country, uh, the the other states, the people that live in those states really support local businesses, and especially the breweries. Um, but interestingly, New York is a drink and no craft beer, but they'll purchase other craft beer from other locations yes. first. So I, I think doing shows like this and doing things like what Matt does is really, really important because why why not support, you know, our neighbor? Right. Why not show the world that we're doing something special here as Bring well? Bring the awareness to yeah. it all. And look, at, look how special this is compared to other places that are just starting to catch on and know how special right. it is and making strives to make it a big deal. And we have it. We have it right here. We do. We it's do. Right and we could say five years ago, like, <clears throat> it's because the scene is so young. You know, you look at, like, Rochester or Michigan or Southern California or Denver, these huge, like, beer markets that are, like, ahead of us by a decade. Yeah. But now you can't say that anymore. No. Because now we've no. got a, a ton. And um, I mean, we're not caught up to San Diego no. or Colorado, but... We're getting there, yep. and I think it's sustainable here. Well, you know what's interesting? They uh, in San Diego County, they, uh, they they just passed the one billion dollar mark for how much money craft beer makes. Of course, you they have Stone and Alewife. You have to see that as a positive. They have one hundred and fifty breweries there in the county, but like by square footage, Queens wins. Right. Um, but by population, Queens loses by a ton. <laughs> um, There's going to be some new numbers released uh, by um, the New York State Brewers Association. Um, I think either this week or next week, 
that's going to surprise you. Really? Uh, and uh, people like can you Paul give us some Leon, insight? Like, what are I, I, all I can tell you is that you know, uh, listen in. I yeah. think the governor is going to announce it. The uh, New York State Brewers Association, mm. like Paul Leone, that you yeah, met, yeah, Paul, yeah. Um, they're gonna they're going to um, mention this, and you're going to be surprised what 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 New York is doing. Um, and um, why not? Yeah. We're, we're we're just as I mean, good as everyone else, as, and and we have the 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 popularity. We have the population that wants to break into this. They want to be there. Right. Yeah, you know, they don't want the Bud Light anymore. They don't want the corn syrup anymore. They they <laughs> they want to be part of this thing. And and with the cultures that are in the city, Brooklyn, Queens, the cultures that are out here that are enjoying it now, it's only. I mean, I every day I hear new people go. Did you see that new brewery called Montauk? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, people still yeah, come into the brewery every single week and ask for Tito's and soda. Yep. Uh, Jack and Coke. Um, to they, the brewery. To, uh, to the brewery, oh, yeah. You serve hard alcohol there. But look, these are this is like, you know, 10 years ago, I didn't know how beer was made or like I didn't like ap- appreciate what was going on. Right. And uh, these this is just a bunch of people who are learning now because – you know the hot spots to be are more and more our breweries. That's correct. Don't get me wrong; I'm a huge proponent of beer bars okay. and uh, love love that scene, and uh, I think it plays a super important role still. Yeah. But like people are learning, you know, these little brewery tours where you just give them the 20 minute walkthrough of how beer is made. It has a massive impact on on people still. I think the beer bars are that first exposure. Yeah, like, that was for me. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's what we were FM Grooving. Yeah. Yeah. FM Grooving was one of the first uh, craft beer bars out go. here on Long Island, and we were all like. Holy shit! What is this stuff that they're serving? This is unbelievable. Magic Hat and and sh- uh, 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 La Fin du Monde. The Fin du Monde. Right. That's what it was. Like some random ones that we were like, we, we didn't know what that was. We were used to the Heinekens, and we're like, oh Heineken. And people say like to me, they're like, hey, I don't like beer the way you like beer, Matt. I'm going to Seattle. If I go to one brewery, what brewery should I go to? And I never say a, a brewery. If you're going to one thing, go to, go to the, area. the best beer bar yeah. and try a little bit of what the city has to yep. offer because every. Every city's got four or five of like the best beer bars where you can try everything. Same thing like you were saying, you were distributing out to uh, Babylon. It's a huge hub for beer lovers to go around to places like the right. Villager or Horace and Sylvia's or the local. Both of those places. Exactly. Nice. Yeah. Exactly. Horace and Sylvia's does a great job. One of the yeah for a restaurant for rest- a great job yeah, in selecting they a really good tap list. Um, you know, and 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 getting like this massive. Uh, you know, uh, assortment or different varieties so you can try different things in different styles. That was a great place to start if you were into the scene. Well, what you guys are doing now is an extension of those beer bars. And um, I have a question for both of you, or I should say collectively. Um, What you're doing needs to be promoted more. We're going to do our part because everyone can have a slice of that pie, right? Right. And um, what are the... I like to know what are the challenges that you you know you two face in putting this forward a little bit more, and what do you expect is on the horizon for both of you and both of your visions? Pete, you want to start because I have bigger ambitions than not. No offense, you probably, but no, you, you might. probably do. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, no, you do. Yeah. Uh, I don't. It, um, early on, it was it was just getting in touch with brewer, brewers. That that was the that was the challenge, getting guests. Uh, year in, that's that's not nearly as big of a challenge as it uh, as it was, um, but I guess just those you know those first introductions. Those are those are the things that are uh, we're getting to some of those festivals. I would say that's that's the next thing on the horizon. Going to going to some more festivals and doing shows from there. So the one in Nassau County uh, Veterans Memorial that was uh, at Nassau Coliseum was awesome. Um, not only did we have 
uh, a lot of our friends that we've already had on the show there, but we've also had a number of people that uh, we got introduced to from that. So, like, uh, we had Long Beach on there, and they were like, oh, come check out these guys. We've got to go stop over there, and then we would talk to them, and they come on. Um, and for us, I, like he was saying, it's, it's about the networking and, and bringing that forward. Our initial intention when we started the show excuse me, was just to kind of explore. We, I would always want to go to a brewery, and then I want the backstage tour. I want to, be, I want to know every step. I'm just curious. My curiosity is ridiculous. It's, it's like I want to know everything about it. Not so I can brew myself. I tried it. I hate it. It's, it's for me, not a rewarding process. But I'm very interested in the science and, and what everyone goes through and their story. So when I presented the concept to Pete and what we wanted to do, um, you know, we started very small and got a couple of people on. And from them, we got more people. And, and for us, it was all about expanding and networking from there. What we're trying to do is just, again, bring exposure to the beer scene here on Long Island. It's an unbelievable beer scene. Oh, we're going to take a quick break because I got a P2. I, I meant to tell you that as you guys were <laughs> running out of here. Um, but that's, that, that was our goal is just to get everything um, exposed because let's, let's pick up this conversation on the other yeah. side too. I, I, I yeah, you want to add more to it? No, I yeah, add and, more and I would like to hear Matt's thought because yeah. I would love to see his program move on to a second season. I yeah, would, I would. I'd like to know maybe what's that challenge and yeah. what's the angle. I think it's all in the same light too. I mean, we're looking, you know, right here, but we want to get bigger, and he's already been there, and he wants to go even bigger than that. Yeah, we yeah. talked about it on the phone, right? You want to get. Maybe beyond brood in New York, but just brood in general mm-hmm. and, and start hitting that New Jersey scene and the Pennsylvania scene and the Connecticut scene is ridiculous right now. Yeah. So, I mean, that's some great things. We'll talk about when we get back. This is the word with Mike and Pete, GovsRadio.com. We'll be right back after these messages. This is Gov's Radio, and you're getting drunk with Mike and Pete on the word. Gov's Radio. <laughs> Listening to the wart on Govs Radio. Hey, uh, moron, it's pronounced the wart. What the hell is a wart? It's pronounced the wart. What is it? The wart? Right, yeah, okay, I'll do that again. This is the wart on Govs Radio. It is the wart, not wart, not fort, not short, the wart. I'm sorry, I just don't know what that means. When do you guys start drinking? Who says we haven't been drinking? Where's mine? If I say it correctly this time, can I have a drink? Uh, we'll think about it. You're listening to The Word on Govs Radio. This is The Word with Mike at PeteGovsRadio.com. And we're back. And we're back. And we're back. Oh, radio we're back. Radio boys. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Third caller wins a set of tickets to yeah. Laugh Factory Laugh Friday Factory. night. No, uh, GovsRadio.com. Check us out on YouTube. I don't know why We're still I said live. Factory. I don't, that was stupid. Well, no, it's, it's actually a place. Like the oh, Funny Bone. Yeah, no, I know it's a real place. Oh, okay, I'm like Governor's Comedy Club. Yeah. Yeah. All right, fair enough. All right. Come on. How you doing? <laughs> yes, we are uh, live on YouTube. Go ahead and check us out. Uh, all our replays, by the way, will be, excuse me, up tomorrow. So here's where you can find us. Uh, we are going to be on rotation on GovsRadio.com. We are going to be in archive on our YouTube channel with all the information about what happened on tonight's show. We will be on the Hopped Up Network, the network that's going to get us to AC Beer Fest. We are on the. Yeah, they're covering out gambling debts while we're there. They are. I I, I hear that's that. That's what too. I hear. I hear th- good things about that too. It was on the radio. It must be true. It's definitely true. And um, we got the Laughable app, which is a comedy app that we are on. And uh, not that we're that funny, but at least they support us and they brought us on, and uh, they've been very good to us. Um, we also are going to be on Spotify and iTunes. So that's what you get when you have an RSS feed for all the techies out there. Uh, again, our phone number is 516-465-3990, 516-513-0515. I didn't fuck it up that time. Boom. 
So let's get back to what we were talking about because that was an interesting conversation. We cut short, so we all had to pee. Um, we were talking quickly about, remind me. Where are we going with the uh, the beer media scene? Yes. Like what, what Bobby was uh, getting so, at. I was just uh, quickly talking about, um, you know, just what our anticipation, uh, not anticipation, but like what we're trying to do with the show in regards to bring it to a broader audience. And and I think it's about the same thing that, uh, was it Magic Wig? Yeah. (laughs) So I got it right. (laughs) Magic Wig was trying to do with uh, not only just getting the the grant done, but then also trying to do what Cuomo's trying to do, which I don't always support as a teacher, but um, is, is trying to bring the beer scene to life, trying to get people... To understand the history that New York had with beer, what we lost, how much ground we lost and what we could have been, but now we're trying to grab it all back. And I think you experienced that in your travels as I watched the episode mm-hmm. after episode. You're, you're trying to see what everyone's trying to partake and, and put into it and the effort that individual lives are doing to try to push that you know, motion forward. is It's unbelievable what you're finding out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, so for, for you guys... Producing this show in here in this studio, which is a professional studio in here. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I built it. Did you really? I did. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. It took I'm a just along for the ride. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so when you say we, it's really Mike. <laughs> for, for, for you guys, you're, you're here every week, okay, right. and there's obviously costs going into this. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, for you guys, it must be trying to grow that audience specifically because you're doing yes. it every week. I mean, our thing. No, nope, such... every other week, but that's fine. Get go. Oh, excuse me. That's every okay. Other week. Now we have wives and kids that won't let us do it every week. Trust me, even at two uh, every like twice a month, I'm like, are you really going to go do that again? <laughs> And I Your go, hobby's getting annoying. Dude, it's two <laughs> days in a fucking month. That's what I get going out there. Well, I know. You're going to do your hobby again? Well, that's great. So, but go ahead. Sorry. Oh, yeah, well, it seems like you guys have this going here. And the, for us, the cost is so high. You know, we're talking about yeah, trying to find a million dollars to oh, do a season. Wow. Is that what it costs? Yeah. I mean, travel expenses. It, you know, it depends on what kind of. How you want it to look. I mean, we could produce something for 100000 and it right. w- wouldn't look very good. Right. And when something looks good, all of a sudden everyone's a little happier to Agreed. shut up and listen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, as technology has changed since you guys last shot, you're going to find that it is a little cheaper to do the same things you've been doing. Sure. The, the, the look, the coloring, the software, the, the post-production stuff has gotten a lot easier, more streamlined mm-hmm. to get to that point. Um, so you might find cost-saving techniques to do that kind of stuff. But on the other end... You know, travel costs and stuff like that has gone up, so it might end up balancing out. Yeah. I apologize for giving you light at the end of the tunnel, the but tra- just the put travel that right away. was like a big expense to bring yeah. all the equipment, and then the crew was not huge, but we had like eight people on a lot of shoots. That's, that's big so, for what you guys did. Yeah, and you know, I'm like taking a train to Buffalo and a train <laughs> to like super far western New York, or renting a car, and right. everyone's in hotels and there's meals. That stuff all adds up so fast. Oh my. You know. yeah, the meals and stuff like that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it does. I mean, the, the cost of just living is just unbelievable when you don't realize um, you, you're not eating at the supermarket anymore. You're not uh, you know, buying in bulk or whatever. You're just buying a la carte meals. <laughs> and I told you on the phone, like, uh, I'm, God, I'm, I'm actually like, so, uh, so jealous and impressed with what you guys have here, being able to do this on a regular basis, being able to like, reach out to someone and say, oh, man, we would love to have you on the show. Can you call in? Can you stop by? Yeah. Um, this, you know, to us, that was the biggest deal is getting guests in here. And as Pete was saying at the beginning of the show, Bobby, um, one of our hardest challenges to start this whole project was to get people to buy into what we were trying to do. Once we had our first guest and then they knew somebody and, and they recommend the next person and the next so person. So many unanswered emails. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and Instagram DMs and stuff. I was just sending Pete today, uh, yesterday, right? 
a list of all oh, the yeah, breweries yeah. on Long Island who that we had haven't talked to that yet. we haven't talked to or haven't heard back from. And let me just give you the list because this is this is a big list compared to we've done twenty eight shows now. Not every single show we've had somebody on, but a lot of them we have. And if you want to count the show that we've had multiple people on at yeah. one time, so we got Mustache Squarehead, Small Craft, West Hampton, St James, Greenport. Oyster Bay, Garvey's Point, Great South Bay, Root and Branch, Nightmare, Sand City, Brick House, Black, and I will say Sand City. Bobby, uh, Billy came. Yeah, he came on with us at the live show. <laughs> uh, Brick House, Black Forest, Lithology, Patrick Beer Project, Brew SA, Barrier, Blind Bat, Flying Belgium, and the brand new South Shore Small Craft Brewery. <laughs> I mean, that's a whole year of show right there, uh, and yeah. then some. And you know who? You know what we found is like we'd be going to breweries, and without naming names or anything, like. There's so many little media projects that are going on with beer. There's so many people trying to make a beer show. Yeah. There's so many people trying to do a thing. We had thing. Black and Tan on our last show. Yeah, so, our last yeah. show was uh, it was uh, two guys that worked uh, for Altice One in the city. And they, uh, in between their video edits that they would do in a studio, they would just go out of the office in the city, go to a brewery, drink beer. Love it. And come back and, and finish out their editing. And they were like, well, we're just kind of hanging out bullshitting outside. Why don't we just start shooting that? I love and, how simple that is, too. Right. And they had their equipment there because they worked for the company. And they had their uh, editing you know, bays there so they could just edit anything they wanted. And for them, it was a very simple thing. And they're not doing a tremendous amount of content. They mm -hmm. really aren't. But what they're doing is some really great stuff. Yeah. I mean, they have um, these little short snippets. They have their segment called Brown Paper Bag in it. What a great concept and a yep. great segment. And again, bringing the um, the attention to their local breweries. So whether it be a Fifth Hammer, which they had on a few weeks ago, um, the Bridge and Tunnel, they've done um, some... I, uh, Mc Brewers Collective. Bre uh, oh, yeah. Well, they went to a lot of places out here, too. Yeah. Um, uh, North Fork, Twin Fork. Um, and then they also went to Bar uh, Barrage and yes. had him, and of course everyone has Steve uh, because he's a pisser. But so all these breweries have had like so many people reach out to them already right. that by the time we come along or anyone comes along now, it's like yeah, I've done you know, a million not, of these. Yeah, not answering is just sometimes it's a tough. fact of time. You know, they like agreed to th the first four, right? And it took up it was such a time suck. Yeah, um, especially with the, what you guys are walking around with. You guys set your shots up. You gotta do this. I mean, yeah, we're we'll call you back in when we're ready. Even if someone comes here for three a three hour show for you guys, it's yeah. nothing compared to what it takes to do you know a full segment. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Jesus. Um, so you're anticipating a season two. We're so, anticipating. And I look, this thing might have been something that we did once. Yeah. And it was a really cool thing. Um, and that would be great. Um, but we're hoping that with the Emmy nods and the uh, – that we'll be able to, to raise some money to do it again. You know, what? one of the challenges that we face besides money is that we're, we've talked to some potential bigger distributors, small cable channels, some <laughs> online platforms – and a lot of them want to know what's repeatable about it, what's a game about it. You know, they want it to be more of a reality show. Mm. And, you know, at first, that's what sells. at first I was nervous about the PBS thing. Um, I like PBS and have liked a lot of shows on it. But this old house. I, but, I can't I mean, get a, a fucking million. enough of a this old house. But there was, <laughs> there was a part of me that was a little nervous about, like, about being there and, like, is it going to be cool? Is it, you know, are, are the beer nerds going to like it? And would I like it if I came across it? Right. And it was I wasn't involved with it. But, you know, after seeing them all put together, I was like, man, you know, it's kind of nice that it's a little simpler and it's just going to these places and talking to people. Now, of course, there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes. Right. But um, it I would be such a shame if it became like a... Yeah, I think what works is you get the... the, the what I want to know and, like, what people think about reality is you think you're getting to know that person. 
for us, it actually is reality, and we're getting to know Bobby, and we're getting yeah. to know the brewers that come in and find out what's going on. And I think that is the true reality of why we're doing this. We want to find out that story behind there. What you were getting off that show and those interviews you were doing with them and finding out the brewing process. Yeah, I mean, for the the entry-level beer lover, you got to find out a lot of great information. Mm -hmm. For the more intermediate people like Pete and I that kind of knew a lot of that stuff— I was focusing then more on the interviews and what they, the brewers were all about and their, their history and, and what they were bringing to the table. That's what I pulled out of it. But I think, like yeah. you said, you made it simple enough that the regular average person can watch and uh, impactful enough for the other people that wanted to find out more about the story. Well, that, that's important because uh, – excuse me again. Uh, what Matt's doing is not uh, what's in vogue anymore. Everything is reality. Yeah. Extremism. Yeah. What you're doing is bringing it back to the way it used to be, which is not commonplace today. And that is okay. Mm -hmm. That's okay. People want to hear it in that presentation as well. Um, and if you twist it with a little reality, then twist it in the way that it feels like for the brewer's perspective. Mm -hmm. Not the consumer's perspective, but what we go through. Because that's because where I want to be. I want to follow in your footsteps so I don't have to actually do the brewing, but I want to experience what you experience to feel that right. That end result after an entire day of brewing and cleaning and all the other crap. It's not and, and and I could <laughs> and I, not, I could tell you I can tell you from being on both sides, being the consumer, being the judge, being the home brewer and the the, the professional brewer, it's not easy. It's yeah. not easy, and I could tell you, it's a lot easier for me to stay in healthcare, and I mean that <laughs> in in and with no disrespect to anyone, it's very very hard and just to get it off the ground that was something that surprised me uh early on because you know uh so the the first guest we had uh was dan moss from fire island and and you know he was that was his full-time gig was he, he was the head brewer uh for for uh for a newish brewery uh but then we had um uh barnshed on and he's a full-time you know fdny paramedic and i'm like you know just trying to like put my wrap my head around how do how do you manage a full-time job like that and you own your own brewery and and you're basically it that that's you know that's a tremendous amount of work right he had one he has his cousin that, to help but the, other than that, that yeah it's, that was it's doing what that, you're doing. that was something that you know really surprised me is how many of how many of the brewers out there that that's there's a lot there's this is their second full-time I mean, there's uh, there's there's a lot i mean there's so many breweries that are very small and they're opening you know fifth hammer has a uh, a real advantage to opening in a city right by some new population density. There's a lot of big condo towers near us. Wow, right. and there's a beer nerd, co you know, concentration and a thriving <laughs> beer scene in New York City, yep. anyways. And we're so we have that, but we just we're like a, a popular bar, anyways. But some of these places are, you know, we went up to um, Thousand Islands region, went to talk to some amazing people who've opened spots, and their whole scene is like so different. They can't just you know, jump in and make 30 barrel batches. Yeah, sustain um, on start. that. Yeah. Because there's not enough population there to support that. Yeah. And the distribution to jump into that out of nowhere. It's much riskier. Can you imagine jumping into that? And the irony, nowhere? too, of like, so the risk is, you know, is could be even higher where the rent is so much lower, where in New York City, the rent is so obscenely prohibitive, but the potential for reward is right. there. Yeah. Um, if if you can ace it, you know, Jesus. and really right now, I think I don't, you know, I think everyone's winning in New York right now. We'll, we'll see what happens in the next few years in the city. I mean, yeah, Bobby, how do you balance that out here? I mean, it, we are fairly populated out here, but not as much as the city. So, are you constantly looking at trends that are going on in the brewery to see how much to brew, or are you kind of just continuing on with the same path that you started from the beginning? Well, my approach has always been the old fashioned approach. Um, 
slow and steady wins the race. Uh, you do not spend more than what you have. Okay. And if I need to purchase something, I purchase it in cash. Good I idea. I have absolutely no debt. That's None. the rich day richer None. concept. Do you ever you ever hear Dave Ramsey? Um, yeah, uh, the, the triangle. Yes, he, yeah. she knows. Uh, so it's, it's Ramsey as a high school student. I know what I understand, <laughs> I understand it differently, but now Dave Ramsey is a financial guru, in my opinion. No, I'm, I'm teasing. Uh, I but yes, but he uh, uh, he gets people out of debt. That's one of his. That's his big thing, and he's got this uh, whole snowball thing that he goes through, and you knock off the little debt. And the whole concept is to get out of debt. And when you go, to, once you finally out of debt, it isn't now jump back into debt. Is to do exactly it's, what you're doing. Right. Don't spend beyond your limit. Learn how to s- save up. Buy things in cash and never have debt again, and it will make you uh, equitable. It'll make you rich. It really will. And and I've I've approached it (laughs) uh, throughout my life the same way. Um, My home, I'm going to pay it off in a year, and that's it. I will have no personal debt except for the utilities. I approached the the, the brewery the same way. Uh, There was a different uh, way of thinking in the past, a different business uh, model where you – went as big as you could and you would hit it hard and you didn't have competition. Today, there's a lot of competition. So for myself, uh, we've been very fortunate to be supported by our local community uh, through word of mouth. And now as we grow, I just reinvest and I purchase whatever I need in cash and I still have no debt to this day. And what do you think the biggest things that you have to keep up in the brewery is? Like what's the upkeep the thing that you just keep throwing money at just to make sure it stays standard, up to your standards, rather. I, I, I think most of um, the money that would go out as far as uh, brewery and what you invest in it um, really goes to all the taxes and to all mm. the employees that the you have. Uh, yeah. It's New York State to own a business uh, is incredibly difficult. Yeah. I cannot see how people can endure this um, for the long haul. <laughs> I don't see how people do this at all. I, 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 I can't see yeah. because if you're a small guy, um, how do you ever get over the hurdle? And there's so many taxes involved, so it's many luck. insurances, uh, and and it could be, yeah. and it could just be the love that people have for you. Mm-hmm. So that's why we try to put our best foot forward with the product that we sell and with what we deliver through our employees. Yeah. <clears throat> what do you and, think the next big upgrade would be? Are you looking to do anything major yet, or you know, I, I'm still going to approach it the same way I have. Um, I'm probably, like I said, like ten to twelve different places. Okay, uh, that's what I can do. Uh, and now, I've, in regards to distribution, in, in distributions, yeah, yeah. and uh, now I've invested in some more fermenters just for distribution. Okay, uh, paid for that in cash. And as you have well. the space to to place all that. The, the space is not an issue, okay. uh, and that's one of the ish, uh, That's one of the reasons why I selected uh, Port Jeff Station because we have a lot of room to grow. Expansion and. Uh, it's 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 worked out well in this business model that I have. Okay. It's probably not what's typical today, but it's the it's tough on a place so, that's flexible like that to be able to expand and grow as your business grows. Some people, you know, lock themselves into a long term uh, lease or contract, and there's no room to get better. And as the prices go up, they find their profits go down. It's it's a tough thing to do. Well, well it's scary. It's yeah, scary. It you don't know what you're going to do. You're rolling the dice in hopes that people are going to buy into what you're trying to deliver. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't work out. And, you know, I've known some great brewers that tried to open breweries that could not open it up because of all the challenges. And I've known some good breweries that have closed. I mean, we've mentioned a couple tonight. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it has to go with 
the regulations and the taxes and the yeah. um, all the expense that it goes into owning a business in this you know New York State. So yeah. I don't know how the others are, but it's 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 very very difficult. Do you see like a drop off coming with this new sixty percent farm license? Like all the guys that bought into it. Do you do you anticipate someone or a couple of people dropping off just because of that? Well, well, I'm one of those people. Um, you know, I've I've applied to change from the farm brewery license to um, a microbrewery license okay. with a separate license for hard ciders because of the uh, the expense that's involved it's and not, the yeah, limitation. It's not, it's not that you don't want to use local ingredients. It's that to it's use them at that percentage. Gets cost prohibitive, I would imagine. Percentage and availability right, of the available. ingredients. That's the one thing that, that we've asked a lot of the brewers is so th- there's an incentive on you as a brewer to use those in, to, to the farm brewers license offers a you know uh, a way to get in uh, easier than than maybe other licenses before. Not but, anymore. But are there you know are there incentives on the supply yeah. side for you know if you if you're a farmer is there an incentive right. to grow more so, hops or more so, rain? So or? let me explain this easily. Number one selling beer in America is a New England IPA, right? Everyone loves that juicy hop bomb. Guess what? You want to make a New England IPA with 100% uh, New York State hops and New York State malts. You're not going to be able to do it in the same way that you expect it today. Right. That doesn't. It's not a knock on the New York State farmers. No, but it's a knock because on because we do great things here. Latitude and longitude. It comes down to but the climate. Pro- the climate, but also it comes to. Um, the licensure, the the really? copy uh, not copyrights. Well, but on what, the what, namesake of the yeah, hops, yeah. Well, because some of these hops that you create these products only come from the Midwest, mm-hmm. and we cannot grow them legally in New York State. Mm. Um, so you cannot cr- recreate some of the uh, styles style, that you want, popular styles right, that you expect today. Huh. Now, can we create our own version of it? Right, absolutely. Takes time. It takes time, and you have to then change the culture and the palate of the people that exactly. the you consumer. have to make that new beer that you right. can make with local ingredients you have to make that just as popular as a New England style and I, I could tell you that the products the farmers of New York State and the things that we do here will rival the world yes um, we just have to be able to do that that's so why that's why I like how aggressive the um, the ramp up uh, of the requirements of that license is uh, because it's an investment in saying we're going to purchase stuff from uh, agricultural sources in the state um, in order to get them better. You know, yeah. I mean, it's going to force them to be better. There's even a thing saying good. of like a consumer saying like, I'm going to go and buy beer from my local brewery and it's going to be a little bit more expensive than if I was going to buy 30 rack um, mm-hmm. at, the, at the grocery store or um, – you're willing to pay a little bit more because you want those local businesses in, you know, even outside of beer to thrive. Right. And so we're kind of putting that into agriculture. Did you? And the success of that is how much it's grown. The average age of a farmer is going is like plummeting in the state, mm. which is super good. Yeah. And like um, that means more innovation. And the fact that there's like kids of farmers right now who are super psyched to um, be growing hops for the first time on their parents' farm is really, really exciting. It's like the first time I grew weed in my backyard. And I'm I, like, oh, how exciting is and this? And that's why I get a little bummed out Ooh. about people getting worried ahead of time about the challenges of the um, 
farm the graduating farm yeah. license because like let's wait till it's a proper problem and people are going to be yeah. ha- having individual problems with it for sure. Can you? But hold man, both? we're so benefiting from it right now. Can you now. hold both the micro and the farm? Yes, yes, we, yes we, we okay, do. Fifth Hammer, we have both. Yeah, good, at all the right. Same right. Time. So you can do it and still hold yeah. it. It's a little more challenging for someone like me. Fifth Hammer has a bigger uh, brewing system. Okay. So if you have to do 60%, and the movement right now would be do 60% of the ingredients you use um, total. Right. Uh, right now, the way the law stands is that you have to use 60% of all ingredients for every product you make. So it's very limiting. So if you're able to do 60% of the total ingredients you use If you for have one a popular product, beer. Right. So you can make all that New York State hops and New York State malt, get away like with that. One or two, in one right. or two beers. And, and continue then. to make your new oh, okay. IPAs right. with the other. So there but, is that's some... still, but there's still not – that's still in discussion. Right. That's yeah, – right. yeah, okay. I, I, Gray area. <laughs> it's, it's right now on law, on record, you have to use 60% of all New York State ingredients – in each to, product, in each product that you make, okay, if you so hold a farm brewer's license, and and you're, the the move you're hoping for is that just sixty percent of total total of total Correct. your Correct. ingredients. Because for, let's say one of your sense. best sellers is a stout. Right, you can easily make a great stout using New York State products, and and I don't mean it again in any disrespect to anyone who grows as a farmer or anyone right, right. No, that no. has a brewery. I'm just being very clear about yeah. that, only because we have great great people and great businesses yeah we do a pale ale that's all new york state that's right. a kind of a, a rotating series we have a barley wine up right. right now but these are styles that you can ace easily right. get with, from right. where we we without even like trying right. hard but, you know to... what i'm excited about like what are the what are the hops that are going to be bred in new york state like what are those going to be called so wait you're going to be marketing what are they going to taste <laughs> like for real like it's going to be exciting when it's like trump hops <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. the most powerful beautiful <laughs> the best hop um no like it's the most beautiful hops you've no, ever it's going to be exciting when people are like yeah this is experimental hop like coming in on a hop farm with the hops on them Oh, oh, just, Christ. you know, like a banana hammock hop. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> and it's possible. Tropical. Hints Very, of clove. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> developed this myself. Um, you did an episode where you went to a hop farm. Yes. So uh, d- what was the experience with that? So you, you had... Uh, that guy was the best, I, man. He seemed cool. That guy he was, was young, like right? the he cool was professor. fairly young. He was an old, old man, was he? No, 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 no. No, he was he, like his, he, 40s or He's something? gone gray, but... Uh, um, all right. Uh, like Anderson Cooper? But he was like he was <laughs> like the, the super cool <laughs> college professor okay, cool. who like you love to go to that class. So let's sit by the campfire and tell me a little bit about space, man. That's cool. <laughs> let's just hang out, grab a coffee, yeah, we'll talk. Yeah, well, yeah. hey, let's rap. Come yeah, on, yeah. talk um, a little bit about politics. Oh, uh, um, he was great. Yeah, so he, he shed some light on that whole concept that New York State used to be the number one producer of hops. So uh, by genetic composition and, and scientific research, we can bring that back again. I mean, do you know I what's crazy? What could add to that? There are level. wild hops growing upstate. Oh yeah, where you just go to someone's property and there's just hop vines that are just growing from back when they were like industrialized growth. Well, well the problem with New York State hops, we're the b- biggest producer of hops in, in the country. But then there was this infection in the soil yeah. called the blight, and 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 even a hundred years later. It will still show it's up still in around. the soil. Yeah. But um, breweries like Omegang, mm-hmm. um, they have brought back some hop. Yeah, I know. They grow hops on yeah. their uh, they, right, but yeah. they're yeah, helping other people to bring back to the help hop to farm. figure out the way not yeah. to avoid the the the, Love their beers. the fungus yeah. and the thing that's killing what's yeah. the wild growing. And and the organics in each region will change the Correct. flavor and yep. so forth. So 
why not? Let's bring it back. Um, but it takes it takes time. It takes people that are willing to do this. But it also takes support from the government to assist these farmers. Yeah, I think um, that's the into, big thing into growing them that we're getting to. Like we see it on the beer end, and we see that there's incentives there for these breweries to grow, but. We don't quite see that other side of the agriculture part where there's no incentive for them to just start doing that research that's needed to, to get into that uh, level of, of soil sampling and, and genetic testing and making sure that it's uh, fortified from any of the fungus that's going to hit that and, and breaking the genetic code and getting you know likable hops into the region and then figuring out the best way to grow it here. I mean, that's that, I want to see that from the government, like you said. So then the agricultural people can come in and go, look, we're, we're going to produce this. It's going to be an unbelievable amount of grain and hops that we can do. You can do everything right here in New York State, 100%, and it has the likability to the consumer. And, so, and, and what, you, what you need then is that voice that keep coming on here to promoting that. And um, people like you, people like Matt, just bring them in, yeah. and uh, the voice will be heard. Yeah, one of the things that are uh, you know really special about Long Island is we used to have a lot of hops out east, and... Uh, you know, new hop farms are popping up out on Sound Road if you drive out there towards the uh, Montauk uh, Ferry or what is it? Uh, Orient, Orient Point, Point Ferry. Yeah. You can pass like four or five different hop farms and they're, they're trying. They're, they're giving it a shot. Uh, hopefully, you know, that, that level of hop is something that will catch on. And, uh, of course, they'll have to rename it and give it that old trademark name of uh, Cascade, but not ca- Caspade or something. <laughs> Whatever's going to work. I can't work. wait to see what the flavors are of like the new hop strains that are yeah. going to come out of the state. Because there's, there's going to be a lot of money in, on that side of it. I hope, so. I hope, so, I hope the government puts it back in there yeah. so they can do it. But at the same time, if you have some unique flavors that come out, then you have to worry about the big companies buying out these small farms. That's true, like, too. Like has the happened with some of the Ooh, South African ho- um, hop farms, yeah. uh, New Zealand hop farms. They were brought out by the big companies like yep. MBEV and so forth hmm. because they were so unique. And now they brought the farms. Now someone like me, small, don't ha- does not have access to those hops anymore. Mm. The thing is, like you know, an Anheuser comes in and buys all the hop farms in, in South Africa. You're like, what are you doing with them? You're not even going to use gosh, them. Give them to people who are going to do something no, w- exciting. They, they are cutting off. That's what That's creates they're, a monopoly. Yeah, they're cutting it off for someone like me, mm-hmm. creating new things that is going to outsell their product. Try to diminish yeah. their their. Uh, Competitive. That's we're here much. to stay, and we're not going to go. No, back. of course not. You shouldn't. There's been there's enough local support, and as we can see, that you're still running after a few years. That it it's enough to sustain. I mean, you still right now have to hold your full time job, and like you said, you've retracted hours just to put more effort into the brewery. But you're still sustaining here on Long Island. That's the big message to everyone for the new breweries that are opening up, like Secatog, Twenty Seven A, Hopwinds. They see the value in opening up a brewery here on Long Island sustaining it as a way of life, becoming its full-time job, and they're able to survive on it, yeah. even in one of the most expensive places in the fucking world to live. I think top 10. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> you know, you, you were talking about, like, following the, what a brewer does. Um, we're going to – we have a – we're getting a GoPro for Chris, our brewer to wear, while nice. he brews. Because every once in a while he used to do a full brew day on a Saturday, and we've got a big – Screen in the tap room, oh, and we're just going to live cast him, so you can idea. watch him. And he wants to put somehow up there his phone number, so people can text him while he's doing it and look down at his phone and like, oh, poor Chris. <laughs> <laughs> that guy gives so much of himself. He, he's a great guy. I've known him for many years before he and I owned breweries and were brewers. Um, all I can say is, if you haven't been to Fifth Hammer, 
go out there, go meet these people like Mary, and just support local because yeah. that's what's going to. The make way you us were talking about going outside of the box and experimenting is like it's such a home brewer ethos, and it reminds me so much of how Chris and Mary think about what they do. It's mm-hmm. it was really like yeah yeah. This is the world, Mike at PeakCupsRadio.com. Who do we have on the phone? Hi, yes, this is the dispatcher Jerry. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it would be him. <laughs> this is the, Jerry, the dispatcher over at Graz Marijuana and Beer Distribution. All right, Jerry, what do you got for the show today? We're in the back of the po' boy. We yep. got some. We're coming to pick up some kegs as requested. We have a boy in the back in a speedo and a half banana hammock. Nice. Did you, uh, by any chance, pay him in chocolate nibs? He'll take chocolate nips, and if you want, he'll take free beer, too. I just want to let you know that he's in the back, and he says, Po' Boy and uh, Fifth Hammer, and the guy that's got the porn TV show rule. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks a lot, Jerry, for checking into the show. We appreciate your phone call. It's the work this- with Mark and Pete, the greatest beer show ever. Thanks, buddy. I, I think at this point, if he put some cocoa nips on his nips, yeah. I would... Probably yeah, you, you eat right off of it. At this point. <laughs> I, would, I would fucking love it. I'm right <laughs> All right, Jerry. Thanks a lot for calling the show. Take care, brother. Later. <laughs> we love when Jerry calls in. <laughs> the dispatcher from God knows where. Um, but apparently now he's in the back of your brewery in a banana hammock, so we can expect uh, lots of God help uh, you. Health code. <laughs> lots of health code violations coming soon. <laughs> Um, all right, so let's uh, start wrapping this up. Uh, we're on hour three of our radio show, and we're going to start getting uh, our shit together. So uh, let's start with the history. I'm sorry, the, the future. We already did the history. Let's go to the future of what you guys are looking to do. So you, you're kind of tapping into the distribution. What do you think's next on the plate for Po' Boy? Um, I would love to change the, the culture of beer drinking. What do I mean by that? Let's not make it more than it should be. You drink what you like, right? If you want a Pilsner, drink a drip of Pilsner. You want an IPA, drink an IPA. Um, I want this to be something that you do as recreation, something that is not work-oriented. And uh, if you come to our place, we would show you that it's just about sitting back, enjoying, and feeling like you're in your backyard. I, I think a lot of uh, a lot of the breweries are, are starting to embrace that. They, you know, I saw Dubco has... You know, Dubco Light. You know, the <laughs> switches. <laughs> I saw it. I had to laugh. I'm sorry. Like, Dubco Light. <laughs> but that's blood you know, light. And, uh, you know, we've we, we've had uh, Scott from from Long Island on, and that's you know, like, hey, if you like if you like drinking Bud Light, keep drinking Bud Light. Yeah. You know, it's so it's, there's nothing wrong with it. Not everybody's you know you like. snooty and uh, wearing a beanie, and, and I think we all have an opportunity though to kind of uh, help convert a lot of those people because we all have. Um, this this go to beer, I think for the people that have their go to beer, you can enter in a, a, like an entry level beer for them, a pilsner or a lager or something that they're familiar with in the style, and then you get them with that in the brewery, and then you hook them in with like. That's exactly I, 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 I truly, we we truly have something for everyone from the pilsners to the Belgians, the IPAs to the sours and the ciders, and and then if you do not like beer, we got ciders. Yeah, even if you don't like cider and you like wine, you're gonna appreciate it. No, the cider the cider we had tonight was very very good. Thank you. That's something we could drink, drink yeah. a lot of, and it gets dangerous. We do have so many people that have come in that only drink the light beers, and they want that Bud Light, Coors Light, and we'll introduce them to one of the lagers. Hmm. And then, and now they're drinking IPAs. You know, yeah. they just have graduated their. Well, palate. that's it. They, so they, it's like through the business school of uh, what's what's that really cheesy college online 
the, the Arizona yes. State <laughs> Business School Online. But they, that's the truth, though. They, they got into the entry level, and they graduated up through and made their way into a, a more uh, dynamic palette that they— Everyone's got to start somewhere. I mean, I, I didn't oh, yeah. start, you know, drinking, like, Belgian triples or Belgian strong ales. Like, I, you know— <laughs> Out of nowhere. I started playing beer pong and drinking Bud Light. I mean, <laughs> but, but also understand <laughs> that craft beer doesn't mean that it has to be an IPA. No. It, it yeah. could be a, a premium American standard lager. Mm-hmm. Big deal. That's what you like. And a it, good it's gonna have it's going to have more flavor than what you would find commercially. So you drink what you like— we promote that and just come on. And it's in. a good way we of supporting in. you know the local the local yeah. economy. So, right. and that's the big big push here that we're trying to say between Long Island and, and in the city, it, they're all looking for. And I think even Rich from Bridge and Tunnel put out this really long like letter to the people. You know, support your local brewery, support the local yes. business. Did you see that? I saw that. That was great. Yeah, yeah it was like, really wh- it was why well I written. Raised prices. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I stand true to my five dollar in house pints yeah. and and stuff like that. And that's really what everyone's fighting for. It's just. You know, here's a brewery, not to say that everyone's going to build around it, but I'm going to stay here because I believe in the space, I believe in the, the community, and I believe in supporting uh, the people with local, you know, beverages or products or whatever do you want to call it um, that's going to help raise awareness to the community and build that whole thing. I think that's a, that's a big deal. It's funny, like four or five years ago, people were coming in and uh, I was running a little bottle shop in Bushwick in Brooklyn. And people were coming and saying, uh, I had a sour recently. I want sour. Hey, where's your sour beers? Everyone was like very new and like super interested mm-hmm. in sours. Yeah. And now sours are, are huge and everything. But now the, the big trend is like, all right, so what do you have? Never been here before. I don't like hops. I don't like IPA. This is okay. like a huge trend that's happening right that, now. That was like, that's where I was a couple of years ago. Yeah, people yeah. come in and they go, "Listen, I'm interested in exploring. Do not like hops. What do you have for me?" And I think people, uh, it's a bit of a trend. So mm. there's a little of that, but also there's I think people go into a lot of breweries that are you know highlight IPA because that's how you make money. Yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, you go to some of these big, successful breweries and you're excited to go because you know it's a big deal. They're not really beer people. They don't know why. And they go and, you know, three quarters of the tap list is IPA. And at a brewery like yours, at Boy, and at a brewery like Fifth Hammer, when there's a huge range of beers, it's so nice at a brewery. Yeah. When someone asks for a wheat, like, I like Blue Moon. And you're like, great. So I actually have a wheat beer for you. I mean, not a lot of breweries can say they've got a Hefon at the time or yeah. they can say they've got anything like that. Um, it's nice to be able to say, yeah, we, we, we have something that you're going to dig. I think even a step further, the, the options of the ciders. Because if I bring my wife out, she's not drinking IPA. She sips you know, IPAs every so often. She goes, nope. And that's the end of it. You know, I'll, I'll recommend like a Pills or maybe a, a light lager. But in the end, she's going to probably want something towards the cider realm. So not only now attracting me as the hardcore craft drinker, but now I can bring my wife and the family and explore the rest of the you know the board and be able to get her what she wants as well. I think that's a big deal. Terry drinks a lot more of the hardcore beer, right? Terry, it's uh, hashtag stout season. Yes, like <laughs> all year long. Yeah, so. you don't get that very much from a. No, she likes. Uh, she's a big coffee drinker. Yeah. So stouts. So the stout will do it. Yeah. Yeah, she's. Uh, no, but that's it. To have that that variety up on the board 
to attract and like we like I just said, you know, get that stuff that they like and then hook them in with that and then bring them in and go, well, now let's educate them and explore and, and show them a lot about what's going on in the rest of the brewery where we have this uh, Indian Pale Lager, which isn't quite an IPA, but now it's a lager based with, you know, a, a little bitterness and, and try that out. Yep. You know, there's a lot of different things that are coming. And the Brood IPA, my wife actually really liked that Brood IPA that we had from Harborhead. I fucking love that. Piece. I love so it was roots. so different. It's like, <clears throat> wow, dr- the dryness of that she used to in the wine. Very interesting. It's with really the, the beer backbone. We, we had Harborhead on, and that, that was the first time I tried a Brood IPA. It was fucking really different. And now that's the style coming out. So that's what I'm saying. Like, th- there's so many uh, avenues to explore and to get these craft beer drinkers in. It's, it's an embarrassment of riches. It's, <laughs> it's a <laughs> great time to be a craft beer lover here on Long Island. Uh, Matt, let's start with you. Give us uh, some big plugs about what you're up to and what you're doing. Uh, well, uh, Fifth Hammer, our tap room is cranking right now. We are looking forward to a great summer. We've got huge doors that open. Feels like outside, inside. <laughs> we got huge doors. I mean, honestly, it, it, <laughs> we just started. Doors, we just, we just started doors. opening these doors again. They're so it's powerful. Enough. I developed all of these doors. So you, you've got a lot of listeners. People say they're the best <laughs> doors. No one builds doors like this. <laughs> you've got a lot of listeners on Long Island, obviously. I um, think so. We got listeners I all didn't over. Even know. Yeah. I mean, obviously, New Jersey is listening. Connecticut listening. Yeah. Um, we've had uh, we had someone call in from Canada. Canada wow. Royal City Brewing Company. Yeah, that was on the episode I called in on. Someone yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, We have West. A lot of West Coast people that are listening and calling in. We have Florida. We've had a couple of uh, breweries and or uh, guest spots from uh, people down in Florida, Vermont. Uh, Portland. We had, we had three calling. different people from Portland calling. Well, I want to tell people who are coming to visit New York City, or you're coming, whether you're coming from Portland or Canada or Long Island or Jersey, uh, come to Long Island City. But it, not from Connecticut. With, listen, Connecticut. <laughs> let's get one thing straight. <laughs> uh, we've got six breweries within a two-mile walking yep. range. Um, let's name them. Can yep. we name them? Sure. Finback? Fin, uh, nope. Okay. I mean, they're, they're in Queens, but they're not like in the Long Island. Okay. Uh, so we get LIC Beer Project. LIC Beer Project. I got one right. Iconic. Well, Fifth Iconic is opening in the range. Okay. Yeah. Um, you got your uh, Fifth Hammer. Fifth Hammer. That's three. Um, let's go with... Well, because Iconic's hopefully, hopefully opening. Uh, Bruno, if you're listening, what's up? It's Matt. What up? Um, they're hopefully opening this year. Okay. Uh, but I've had, uh, they're, they're Sorry, they are open, but they are opening a new, they're moving Another, their brewing facility yes, and correct. opening a new tap. My sister again. lives around the corner, so I get oh, constant nice. little tiny growlers from her, a couple things on the menu every time she love comes out. Love those guys, love those great. Um, and I gotta get in there and check it out before they fully move over, because then they're not a block and a half away. Anyway, um, well, let's see, so that's three. Uh, let's, ah, You got him, you got him. I, I know, I know, I know. You said five or six? Uh, there's six. Six. Well, right. seven if we count Iconic, yeah. Okay, all right. So that's not even in the count, so it's really only two. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Um, all right, we got- Wait, wait, wait. I, uh, uh, line up? No, they have no physical location. Um, she was brewing in Industry City, and now- Yes. Great, she was I thought she was going to LIC. Mm, fucking balls. Uh, she stops by a lot. Yeah. Evil Twin. Shout out to Cat. Now, Evil Twin's Ridgewood. Ridgewood. Evil Twin, uh, Bridge and Tunnel, and Queens, Queens Brewery yeah. are all in Ridgewood, like right around the same yes. corner. Yeah. 
All right, so you're going to have to say them. Right, here we go. Just too too much yeah. beer to, to really truly From north think. to south, okay. just north of 59th Street Bridge, we've yeah. got LIC Beer Project. Correct. Coming south, we've got Big Alice. Big Alice. Just God south of the bridge. Great. Fuck. We're super besties with well, them. Well, they have already expressed interest in being on the show. Oh, great. Uh, we saw them at Nassau Coliseum, and you know we... We'll get them for the live show at Fifth Hammer. Now you're talking. There we right. go. Now you're talking. <laughs> uh, then we've got uh, coming down, we've got Fifth Hammer. Yep. And then Rockaway, right on the same oh, latitude. That's I, I always don't think Rockaway LIC. I don't know why. Dude, that I place, think that, that, that tap room is like so awesome. Yeah. It's like super cash. I got to get in there. Uh, and that's where the uh, they, they have homebrew. They have like an event space upstairs, homebrew oh, nice. meetings up there. Uh, and then uh, Alewife, the newest brewery That's to hit right. Queens. Yep. Of course, also a great beer bar. Oktoberfest was very good. Um, yep. Electric Rhino. Electric Rhino, so Delicious, good. Delicious, yeah. And uh, and then Transmitter. Transmitter. Ah, okay. I should have known all this. Although these. they are going to be moving out soon. Um, yes, I saw they're building a new facility. Very excited um, about their expansion. I just saw, they just posted they're showing themselves in the new uh, building. So. Where's that? Uh, they're opening in uh, Brooklyn Navy Yards. Oh, yes, no. the Navy oh, Yards, yeah. correct. Yeah, yeah. They did so much amazing work in that little hole in the wall under the bridge. Yeah, and uh, I'm really excited to see them in like a big spot where they can really expand. I, th- it. I mean, they're just going to grow so naturally because their beer is so good. Um, the one I like, really like from Big Alice was the uh, Black IPA. They did a really good job on that one. That one was uh, we got it in here for one of our early shows. They just there. opened a new spot too. Did they? Um, they opened second a, spot or just a second spot in Industry City in Brooklyn. Huh. It's their hmm. barrel room, so they've got they're expanding a barrel program, and Jesus. they've got a big public tap room down there. Cool. Open seven days a week. Wow. Yeah. It's just packing it in in there. It's great, dude. There's so much expansion happening right now. It's really exciting. There's a lot a lot of good stuff in yeah. Queens. Well, they're getting a lot of the uh, the foot traffic and everything. It definitely helps. What do you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, so come to Long Sam, Island City. Sam's Sending us messages via DM <laughs> and talking to us about why uh, Bobby had to run out of the room and Fifth Hammer oh, no. is I, I broke the seal <laughs> like two <laughs> hours ago. So Fifth Hammer is super pumped about the summer. So come to Long Island yes. City, do the beer tour. Yeah. My name is Matt. Come and say hi to me when you're in the tap room. I'm always there. Our shambo. Our Matt, when's your show on? So the show is not airing now. All 13 episodes aired on every PBS market. But in they the are state. doing repeats. I still am taping it on my DVR. Yep. Can, yep. can we stream those You shows cannot stream it yet. Yeah. So we were holding out to try to get a distributor for that season. Yeah. Um, Netflix didn't pick it up. They'll fucking pick up anything. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Everyone always tells me what great platforms we should be on. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, cool. I should have cool. done that. I had no say in any of this. <laughs> but I appreciate the love. Uh, we're going to put some episodes on YouTube so that people can, oh, cool. can watch. Yeah. Cool. yeah, and when just that to happens, get into let it. us know. We'll just yeah. uh, promote yeah, the like show. Yeah. Well. Super appreciate that. Yeah. We'll we'll trans. Well, you guys are now probably besties on uh, Instagram now, so just <laughs> follow Beer Practice, <laughs> yep. and he'll let you know when it releases. <laughs> um, and so, Bobby, uh, we go to you, and so give us the yeah. Uh, what uh, what do you got going on? Any and what's plugs, going on? And any events? Uh, we we always have an event going on. If there's some sort of holiday, uh, we, we usually have an event. Cinco de Mayo. Uh, Cinco de, yeah, you're right. Cinco That's de Mayo will be the next big uh, uh, event we have. Uh, but we, we so with the, have with different things like a chili cook-off and done in crock pots and stuff like that. And then there's always a chance to win you know, gift certificates or something else. Okay. Uh, and like just, a trivia night kind of thing? Like yeah, people usually uh, well, give that stuff away. Well, uh, that's one thing about our brewery. We always have something going on. And uh, it could be trivia night. It could be bingo night. There's uh, one of our bartenders. Karaoke. Uh, karaoke. But one of our bartenders, he does the trivia and the bingo. His oh, name cool. is uh, Jace. Jace Spade. Uh, we like to call him... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, space, but we, I, you know, um, 
Nevertheless, uh, we we have uh, chipping chipping here, Sam. Hold on, I got a question for you, Stoppy. So you have yeah. Latin roots. That's right. All right. So Cinco de Mayo has got to mean something to you. What what do we got on tap for the festivities? Well, you know, well, I know it's more like a Spanish like that, thing than yeah, yeah. Mexican, well, but you know, yeah. I, I make I'm a margarita sorry. cider, okay. you know, uh, and I've made variations from it, from okay. guava really to um, you know uh, many different <laughs> things. Like, so I can't wait for that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and this year will will be a, a passion uh, fruit mang, uh, a passion fruit uh, gu- uh, margarita cider, and it'll I'll have some sours as well. Um, <laughs> And that's one of the things I do now. So uh, I'm really trying to push people to understand the sour cider. Uh, sour oh. ciders do exist. Uh, Spain was actually uh, a place that you can go and get sour ciders. They're delicious. Now, when people hear about sours in America, they think this real overwhelming, you know, mm. s- you know, saliva sucking sour. Yeah. That's not nah. what it's about. You know, just a, a little good tart, goes, a little tart, and yeah. with the with the ciders, they really play well with some of the fruits that I use. Mm. So, um, you know, you'll you'll see a lot of that. Right now, we have a passion mango fruit cider, a, a sour cider, mm. that has sold really well. That I was not sure how the the you know the community would accept it, but it's a great seller. Um, so, the with next that, event, the I next event probably be single de Mayo. With that said, uh, I just cracked something because you were talking about sours. I'm like, oh, here's a good tie-in. So this is a goza, mm, and uh, Sand City doesn't always produce gozas. They're really known for their IPAs, double IPAs, double dry hop crap. Um, this one was really kind of caught me off guard when they produced this. Uh, this is the second in- installment of the Enough Already, which is a blackberry and what a blackberry and what's the other blueberry? Re- blueberry. It said blackberry blueberry. Yes, blackberry blueberry uh, goza, which Love is a little color. different. Tell us a little bit about. Just quickly before, because we're trying to wrap up, but now we're going to mm-hmm. dive into a beer. What's the difference between a sour and a goza? Okay, so... Because you, you judge, what, what, what so you got to know... What people understand, sours are sours, okay? Gozas has... Uh, is Let's just... For, just so people understand, gozas are also a sour beer. Now, mm-hmm. the, the gozas that were made in Europe and so forth, they're, they're just taught. They have, you know, some salt, maybe some sea salt. I could taste the salt in um, this one. And... You know, some sort of spice. It could have been coriander. It could have been something like that. Um, And what happened in America when we started introducing to the public sour beers, I think we really overly bastardized it. Mm. And we were making it too sour where it it felt like you had a bunch of sweet tarts or like warheads in your mouth. (laughs) And maybe that's not the way you would want to drink a beer for the rest of the night. (laughs) So we, we are... Doing our best right now to scale it back, I believe, and we're starting to get really good beers like this. And this is the first time I'm having really this good. from San City, and it's yeah. it's a very tasty beer. Yeah. Um, and you're getting that fruit note. You're yep. getting some of that spice that's probably coming through. I'm tasting coriander because I'm super sensitive to it. Mm. I don't know if it's there. And then you get that little bit of salt. You know, I taste the salt. Be, like yeah. the salt hits me right away. Everything should be in balance, and yeah. I think this is a pretty good. And beer. we always like, the, I like balance. the color too. Yeah, sweet yeah. with salt, uh, the right amount of um, we'll say carbonation, mm-hmm. so it's not you know super tiny bubbles, but it's right. just enough to kind of get you the, the spring on your tongue a little bit. Right, right. And if if That's you good. carbonate just right, it will yeah. enhance that acidity from the salt Correct, and, yeah. and the fruit that you use, and you'll feel those tannins yeah. on the side of your mouth and the back of your palate. Um, it's tasty. It's and not overly tasty. Uh, oh, right. alcohol either. I think it's like a 4-5. Yeah. 
So right. for me, it's just like that wind down beer. That no, I'm good. I have like four at home. So <laughs> no, uh, you know. And one thing about sours too that people don't understand in the old days yeah. when a beer was getting sour, what did you do? You threw fruit on it or some sort of syrup or right, some to sort balance of salt that out, yeah. just to be able to finish it and not throw it away. Mm. Um, and um, this is a, a very tasty product. So yeah, it is. Good. Yeah, it's very good. I like it. Well, uh, with that said, we're about to wrap up here. Uh, three, and a, three and a half hours. Reasonable three-hour show. Reasonable three-hour show, I would say. That's very good. That's Matt's fault. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's Graz's fault. We'll give it to him since he's not here to defend himself. Fuck you. Um, <coughs> we'll start by thanking you very much. Yeah, thanks Bobby for and Sam. So awesome Thank discussion. Thank you so much. Brewery, this was a lot of fun. Uh, Port Jeff, uh, go down to their tasting room Wednesday through Sunday. Correct. Uh, check out their Instagram. It's Po' Boy Brewery on Instagram, and uh, check out their tasting room hours. Also, all the news and updates and events. Uh, we want to thank Matt Archambault uh, from, uh, let's say, Brewed in New York. Also, the front and house of and the face front of, of house of front of Fifth house Hammer. and face of Fifth Hammer. Hit that Instagram, Fifth Hammer That's Beer. That's right, Fifth Hammer Beer, and also go to Beer Practice. That's uh, Matt's uh, personal. And if you have any questions outside of the New York area, uh, go ahead and DM wait, both wait, of these wait, guys. Wait, wait, wait. What about thank you to the what? Oh, podcast. well, thank you very much. Oh. No, oh, we yes. thank you, thank you guys. for coming, for coming on. To, to, to us, it's always an honor to have you guys in. I, it, we don't need anything like that. We just thank you for bringing some beer and uh, enjoy talking to you. And, uh, yes, folks, we are going to be live at the AC Beer and Music Festival in five days. I hope we're going to be live to uh, We're going to be alive until I'm dead. We're not going to be live to GovsRadio.com for that. We can't link that in, but we can be live to YouTube.com. So go ahead and check us out on YouTube on Saturday starting right around, let's say, 11.30 a.m. Everything that we shoot and do will be archived, and then it'll be up on all of our uh, replay platforms from iTunes to uh, Spotify to Laughable to even GovsRadio.com. Do you think we're going to be on the Hopped Up Network? We are going to be on the Hopped Up Network. <laughs> Thank you for mentioning that. I appreciate that. It's very good of you. <laughs> All right, so this is the word with Mike and Pete. Anything left to say, Pete? Thank, uh, have your pet spayed and neutered. All right, this is the word with Mike and Pete. <laughs> GovsRadio.com, we out. Well, that's two hours of your life that you'll never get back. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Please hang up and try again. This has been the words on Govs Radio. I hope you're drunk enough.